don't know yes, if I'm this, doing it yes, right, this, Janet. Yes, this, yes, this, yes, this, yes, this, yes, this, yes, this, yes, this. I believe the miracle power of Almighty God is for everyone today. I was visited by God when I was seven years of age, carried away by His Spirit, carried into the stars of heaven. There were stars everywhere, millions and millions of stars, and no way to number them. God, I think he's trying to say potato. Oh, yes. I have seen the dark shadows moving in the woods, and I have no doubt that whatever I have resurrected through this book is sure to come calling for me. David, you look absolutely terrific, honestly. You got like, you've got like blue on. This is where the worst begins. This is where we must stop. For beyond is the work of madness. The nightmare of insane murder and lingering death. Get inside and lock your doors. Close your windows. Someone is watching you. Someone is waiting for you. Someone wants to scare you to death. This is Albert from the Tuesday Show. You're listening to the goddamn Dave Hill Show on WFMU. Now on a flipping Monday. Notice, folks, you notice how this, what this show is like. It, this is not a show. This is called a bacchanal, an orgy of talent. Then... An orgy of talent. Before I get into things... First, I want to apologize. I realize this show is getting way too slick. So, um, I intentionally threw in some errors at the beginning of the show. And I might throw in a bunch more the rest of the night. But before I do all that, you just heard Turbo Negro with Wasted Again. Before that, Dottie Cambridge with Cry Your Eyes Out. And before that, a little song I like to call Angel Witch, because it is called Angel Witch, actually, by Angel Witch from an album called Angel Angel Witch. And I forgot the uh, intro that I usually play after the, or before the first song, after Angel Witch, which is why I screwed that up. Anyway, I don't know why they let me have keys to this building. It's only a matter of time. All by way of saying hello. And welcome to the goddamn Dave Hill Show. With me, Dave Hill. The pride of Cleveland. Lotion enthusiast. And part-time secretary. For the Dino Cicerelli Appreciation Society. Ravenna Chapter. Hi, how are you? I'm gorgeous. Thank you so much for asking. And thank you for joining me once again 
for the goddamn Dave Hill Show, coming to you live each and every Monday night, within reason, from 9 p.m. to midnight, which is to say, the witching hour. From right here in futuristic studio A... Why do basic letters elude me? Studio A, here at WFMU, home of the hits. Located right in the heart of glorious downtown Jersey City, New Jersey. America's number 4,632 vacation destination. Anyway, as always... Damn right. We have a gravity-defyingly good program in store for you tonight. Comedians Nat Tosin and Rob Cantrell will be stopping by separately and together for Radio Good Times. That'll be in the 10 o'clock hour, 11, somewhere in there. Who knows? There's going to be all sorts of other incredible things happening that most people won't even be able to handle. You'll probably have a seizure or something. I don't even know. As always, if you have internet access, and really, why wouldn't you? Unless you're listening from Otisville or another local prison. And if you are, I thank you. Um, I got a nice letter from uh, an Otisville Correctional Facility resident. I'll be reading shortly. Um, but anyway, what, what I meant to say is go to the chat room at WFMU.org. We're right now. Sexy singles are chatting away about everything and nothing at all. Lilith, 21, more Guinness, Slick, Goldtooth, Irma Gerd. I'm in there, it looks like. Wade, Dennis D, All Out Scott, DC, Amy. Amy, that's not the, you know, you may want to step up your uh, screen name game. It's fine, whatever. Um... Yeah, so go there. Lots of hot action going on already. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Mr. Dave Hill at Mr. Dave Hill. You can tweet at me during the show uh, or say I'm triggered or something. I guess that seems to be the latest craze. Um, to find out when I'm coming to your town and hopefully staying at your house, go to DaveHillOnline.com. My popular website on the internet. Find out more about me and how I got keys to this building. Rate and review the show on iTunes, the popular internet thing. Five stars or one star, nothing in between. What else did I want to say? My lovely and talented secretary, Ms. Shane Feinberg, is out. Once again, recovering from a botched cosmetic procedure. Danny D once again on house arrest. I wish they would just lock him up. Then he could join the ramen gang in prison. Um, so jumping into the breach once again. The pride of Montclair, New Jersey. Mr. James Fernandez. The number here is 201-209-9368. That's 201-209-9368. So many topics of great importance to discuss tonight. I attended the Sundance Film Festival, which was glorious. I mean, sort of. And uh, what else did I do? I invaded Norway for the fifth time, and I just got back last night. I'll talk about that more in a sec. But first, 
Oh, and we got to talk about the art show, the goddamn Dave Hill Show art show, which uh, a lot of folks have written in already saying they're going to submit pieces, so I'm super psyched that it's going to be a scorcher. The number here is 201-209-9368. That's 201-209-9368. That's 201-209-9368. Call in repeatedly. Hello, you're on the air. Sir, who's calling? Sorry, hello? Yeah, who is this? Sorry, who's calling? I forgot. What? I forgot. Yeah, it, oh. It's a sconce? No, I forgot. Oh, you forgot, you forgot. Is this the pride of Bensonhurst, Ingdave? Maybe the slide of Bensonhurst. The slide? What does that even mean? It rhymes with pride. Yeah, but I mean, come on. A little more effort. What's now going, what's, it has to rhyme. What's going on with you, Ingdave? It's a little downward spiral. What do you mean a downward spiral? I thought I was getting better. Turns out I'm not. What do you mean, physically or mentally? Emotionally? All three? Infection. Uh, infection? I'm listening. <laughs> I'll remind you what it is. Please. You actually looked it up on the internet and you went, ugh. Yeah. Oh, is this the, um... Help me. I've been away for a couple weeks, so... Cellulitis. Cellulitis. There it is. I wish it wasn't there. Can't you just put a lotion on it? I mean... Yeah, you would think in, the, in my medical in 2018 opinion, now, that's all it would take. In my medical opinion, there has to be a lotion for... Do you want me to call my brother? He's a nurse practitioner. If he can't crack this case, no one can. Then you must call. Okay, let, let me call him. Maybe I'll text him. Yeah, do that. That's the 21st century thing to do. Yeah. Well, I'll do it, like, uh, while I'm talking, so it, it sort of... Yeah, this way you don't have to pay attention to me. Right. That's what I was trying so to say. Work. But I was busy texting. <laughs> uh, have you been to have you been to a doctor for the cellulitis? Yeah. Gives me antibiotics, they didn't work. Did you did you what, take them as directed? Yes. For how for as long as you were supposed to take them? Yes, everything was properly done. Except for the antibiotics working. Did you did you smoke while you were taking them? Not while I was taking them. Well, not like while you were putting them in your mouth, but during <laughs> at the same time. Yeah, I know what you meant. The answer, of course, is yes. Well, that's gonna get, you know get in the way of uh, your your healing process. I thought it was supposed to help me heal. Smoking? No. 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 It it smoking stunts your body's ability to, uh, you know, what's it called? Heal. Yeah, that's what it's called. Yeah, I ran a check on it. <laughs> I should have done that. I know. Well, what, so is the cellulitis full? By the way, uh, two drinks for anyone playing the goddamn Dave Hill Show drinking game, which I feel we've been slacking on. Yeah. What, intentionally. What other, what, intentionally, no. It's coming back with guns blazing. Um, what other I, yeah. what other afflictions 
Well, it all stems from the psoriasis. It's just cellulitis. I can't stop scratching. So cellulitis is a result of having psoriasis, which I'm counting as a second ailment. That's four drinks. Of course it's an ailment. It's torture. You ever hear the expression, the heartbreak of psoriasis? No, but... Uh, you never heard that? Wow. The heartbreak oh, yeah. of psoriasis? I'm you. What does that mean? Well, that means it's bad. That psoriasis is bad? Yes. Isn't psoriasis, isn't that the one that's like mental or something? Like, you can will it? Or is that a... What's the other one? I can't remember. You want me to go over my other ailments? Sure, hit me. Hydrocephalus. Hydrocephalus, that's water on the brain? Yes. Okay, two more drinks. What else you got? Uh, nerve damages uh, happen to be bothering me. All right, I'll allow it. Eight drinks. That's enough. All right, that's good. That's. I got, I got more, but eight's enough. Okay, that's enough for this call. Yes, absolutely. You can lay Too some... much, actually. I don't know. Yeah, not for you. You want everybody uh, trashed. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> I'm totally straight right now. Well, I thought, you, don't you usually get stoned during the show? Not not encouraging or discouraging that. I'm just stating facts. Uh, I like to do it while I'm on the air. All right. Uh, not for this call. The next one. In the next call. All right. Well, you want to call back in 20 minutes? Uh, but for the station ID, it's top of the hour. That's in 35 minutes. Oh, whatever it is. Uh, I'll have the bong all ready. Thank you. Thank you for doing your part. Anything for you, David. All right. 35 minutes. Okay. Bye. Bye. The number here is 201-209-9368. That's 201-209-9368. Hey, James. Let's see what Des is doing. We welcome James Fernandez, a.k.a. Dez, a.k.a. the Pride of Montclair. Hey, Dave. How's it going? Good. We got new chairs here. Really? Yeah. Nice. They're, I got it. Oh, man. No squeak. Well, maybe some squeaking. They're, it seems like a... Well, you seem comfortable. I I might not leave. I'm excited. Stay here all night. Um, see, we have some calls on hold here. The number is 2010 oh. It, by the way, James is in here, so I'm just going to put... If you call in now, I'm going to put you on hold. It's going to go straight to hold, so don't uh, don't be alarmed. I might have hung up on that person, it sounds like. Hope not. Sounded like it. I don't know. How have you, how have you been? Thank pretty, you Thank you for filling in last week. Pretty good. Thanks for, uh, thanks for letting me take the wheel. Had a fun time. Nice. Everybody seemed pleased, at least those I heard from, so... That's that's the sense that I got. That's that's what we shoot for here. Yeah, quality. Yeah. Job, you know, top five. At least. Got to have goals. Oh, someone's calling again. Maybe we should just answer this, because um, I hung up on him last time. But then there's another call. Hello, you're on the air. Hey, Dave. Wait, who's calling? Yeah, this is Dave and uh, uh, Dez and Dave. And James and Dez. Speaking. Is this... Is this uh, down from Union Beach? 
It certainly is. What's well, co- what's fellas? going on? Your your phone is cutting in and out. How come? Already? I didn't even hardly say anything. Yeah, it's bad you, connection you tonight. Hear, it's a bad connection. It could be. I'm waiting for the connection. What's that supposed to mean? Who isn't, Don? What's going on, Don? You know, usual Don. The Don Don. When was your last haircut? No, you're concerned. <laughs> okay. And I got a little trim, uh, actually, about two week and a half ago, I guess. Well, All the dead stuff on the back, which, Don, nice. Wait, dead stuff? Isn't all hair dead? Yeah, but you know what I mean. It gets a little on the edge coming out. You gotta straighten it out nice. Gets a little sloppy looking. What, what, how would you describe your haircut? Since I, I haven't, I've never actually met you in person, but God, I hope that changes soon. I know, it's all your fault anyway. What do you mean? Well, I, well, I gotta blame myself for everything. What, what is to blame? Your haircut? I'm not sure. What, and what type of hair do you have, sir? I have a luscious... <laughs> I go back, I just comb it back. Got it around the ears. No more of that on the collar. I like to go back. Wait, what did you say? <clears throat> yeah, that's it. I just described it. Wait, you missed the, it, though. the connection is not very good. Can you can you hear him all right, James? It's, it's 20 minutes. Time. Call you in 20 minutes to see if it works then. It doesn't seem to be working. Hey, can I give a shout? You can try. Why, thank you. What's happening, fellas, over there in uh, Luigi's? That's Middle Road and Laurel Ave, Asla, New Jersey. Nicer, nicer rectangle pizza, square, whatever you want. Triangle, we'll do anything. We? You're involved in that? Don't worry about it. Oh. Yeah, I know the guys over there. We got Mike over there, Vito. We got Dario, he's you know, and the rest of the bunch over there. That's about sixty percent of all the pizza joints in yeah Jersey, though. To be honest, yeah. You... Oh. What's that? Oh yeah, it's good though. It's fun. That's good. Wait, what? Play some cards in the back. Have a little coffee, maybe. Wait, the line is breaking up. What'd you say? Hello. He heard me. Yes. Yeah. Wait, what? Hey, who? Oh, we lost him. Uh, it was a choppy line all night. I don't know what... Uh, Don from Union Beach, give us a call back when you can. I'm, I don't know what happened there. It's t- tough coming back. The you, you missed a week. <clears throat> you would think Buttons with all different. the money that is apparently going into the chairs, we could spend a little more money, you know, throw a little more money, whatever this thing is called, that uh, the phone. You That's... Know. One way to look at Less things. Less chair, more phone. I'm fine with the chairs as they are now. Well, I'm in hell. They're doing something right. The Jeez. number is 201-209-9368. I believe now we have Scott, formerly of Otisville Correctional Facility, now of Long Island. Hello, Scott. Hi, Dave. Hey, how's it how's going? Doing? Awesome. How you doing? I'm incredible. Thanks for asking. How's week five out of the, on the outside? Is it roughly uh, five weeks now, right? Yeah. Yes. Uh, excellent. You know, things are getting better and better as the days go by. Oh, good. Yeah. Um. Maybe should, should I read this? I got a letter from Otisville. Um. Uh, sure. Um. 
from a, a guy who claims to be a member of the Ramen Gang, which I'm excited about. Okay. It's a short letter. But he writes. Are you ready for this, James? Pins and needles. Drum roll. This is from one James Parker. And then he gives this. What's that? I know Jimmy. He's a shredder on the base. Well, yeah, he's. I'm going to get. He does call himself Jimmy, but he adds to it. He writes Dave, count me in the ramen gang, which of course is the prison gang associated with this show. I even have a handle for myself, Jimmy the Soupster, which isn't, that's not bad. I'm in touch, okay, I'm gonna skip that next sentence. For, uh, I'm working on a Ramen Boys logo and I'll strong arm a seasoning packet from the wimp in the corner tomorrow. (laughs) I like that, that's good. I don't get, I don't get out until March of 2019. So I'll be here for a while. I don't know why I'm reading this like I'm in a movie (laughs) getting a letter from prison. Plenty of time to get the handshake going around this place. I need to get my hands on a guitar string to do the tattoo. Ouch. Mm. The goddamn Dave Hill Show rocks. Keep on noodling Jimmy the Soupster. And then, as we mentioned, you have to get, if you're in the ramen gang, ideally you get a tattoo of chopsticks on your face mm-hmm. if you're uh, in a correctional facility. He draws some chopsticks next to Jimmy the Soupster. He's already, in a way, signed on. Um, I'm going to say, until further notice, Jimmy the Soupster, you are the head of the ramen gang at Ov- Otisville Correctional Facility. He's head of the Otisville chapter. Yeah, until unless I get a letter from someone else that I think I should put in charge. <laughs> But well, Scott. You, so you know, you know Jimmy from from uh, yes. inside. Am I? You? Yeah, he was he was in the band with us. Oh, nice. Yep. So, do you think he's a good leader for the ramen gang in the inside the prison chapter? Certainly, very uh, very low key kind of guy. Okay. Never know I don't like what, what I'm hearing. What'd you say? Very low-key guy. Never know what to expect from him. Okay, that's what I like. I didn't like the low-key part, but I love the not knowing what to expect. Low-key can be intimidating. One day he might, uh, you know, fix you like a great uh, kimchi-flavored ramen. Next day he might shank you. You never know. That's the guy we want in charge. Stay on his good side. Exactly. Well, thank you, Jimmy the Soupster, for that letter. And uh, if there's any other... uh, ramen gang listeners listening at, at OSO, please do write in. Also... Yeah, I, I know there's a couple uh, there's a couple really good artists in there. Uh, Frankie, Mike, Dave. Uh, and I'm, uh, I'm hoping to get those guys to send something to the show. Oh, good. So you've been in touch with them? Uh, I'm not allowed to be in touch with them. But, gotcha. Uh, my ESP uh, powers... Uh, you know, lead me to uh, be in touch with uh, the minds on the inside. Okay, I'm picking uh, up what you're putting down. And uh, yeah, I, uh, I, there's uh, there's things going on. I love it. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, and by the way, uh, a bunch of let's talk about the art show uh, briefly while we're on sort of on the topic. Um, there is a goddamn Dave Hill show art show 
page on Facebook where you can go for more information. Email us at DaveHillArtShow at gmail to let us know. And when I say us, I mean me and Des and Danny and the station in general. And um, It's nice to get emails. It's fun. Yeah. There's a, yeah, a lot of people have emailed. And uh, so it looks like a lot of submissions are going to come in, but the more the merrier. And, well, the uh, wallpaper the place. We want, yeah, we, and uh, it's going to be awesome. Got to support the cause. And what is the date? It's April 14th. 14th. That's a Saturday. And all artwork, we're asking all artwork to be in one week ahead of time. So you still have more than two months. Wait, is it more? No, more than three months, right? All of February, you have all of March, and the first week of April. So that's two over two months. You're, you're a calendar months. whiz. College, man. It's paying off. Not to brag. But yeah, everyone's got that. It's coming fast and hard, though, at the same time. So but the, uh, the deadline is the a weekend. A like, week before, like the Monday before. The Monday before, let's say. April 9th. Yeah. Or let's say yeah. April 6th. April 6th. Get cracking. Don't, don't wait till the last minute. Trust no. Me, I know how to do time. Yeah. <laughs> whether, you're in, whether you're in prison or not, get that artwork in. Uh, I will waive the need. You don't have to email, but it's preferred that you email DaveHillArtShow at Gmail and let us know that you're going to submit something. But if you're in prison, we will waive that. You don't have to email. We won't be cross-referencing a list or anything like that and eliminating anyone. Yeah. So if I go back to prison, I won't have to email? Oh, yeah, you don't Mm -hmm. have to. All right, cool, sweet. Unless... Deuce, how many can you can you email? You know what I hear. This is what's interesting. I was just in Norway, just yesterday. I was having this conversation. The guy in Norway who blew like set a bomb off in a building, and then shot like eighty-eight uh, students. Horrible man is in prison for the maximum sentence you can get over there. It's like twenty years. Twenty-one. Twenty-one, I 21. believe. But then, then I guess they decide. Whether or not uh, you're a danger okay. to others, so they 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 say he'll never get out. But he does have PlayStation, but apparently it's only PlayStation Two, and he's not allowed to play with other people. Right. And he's complained about both of those facts. Can get? Does he have this different games, or is he getting a ver- you know that I don't stuck know. With He's just playing, like, pole position or something. That I'm not sure. I just, my mic was slightly turned. Now it sounds better in my head. No you can blow somebody up. Right. Yeah. That's exactly right. Call of Duty. Anyway. Yeah. Well, well, Scott, what's what's been going on with you uh, on the outside? Um, I'm getting, uh, I'm working hard getting my drywall business up and running. Uh, Got two guys going to start working for me. Uh, Looks like February 11th is our start date. So uh, I'm pretty psyched about that because you know the whole getting out and finding work is you know one of the one of the challenges of, of getting out. And, yeah. Uh, fortunately, uh, the way things are going, uh, somebody contacted me and said, "Hey, if you get your business up and going again, you'll have more work than you can handle." Can Can you? You're, I can't hear. Can you hear? It's, he's, he's a little quiet. You're a little right? quiet. Can you Can you get be louder? Uh, is this better? That's better. Better. Okay. Now, now you sound like a true ramen gang member. 
Do you have a yeah, good? Yeah, I'm not used to using these landlines here. What? Yeah. Well, would it help if you called on a payphone or something? <laughs> you probably collect yeah, a little more weight to the to the receiver with that cord attached to the wall. Do you have a name for your drywall business yet? Uh, Bay's Edge Drywall. Bay's Edge. Yes. What is that reference? You know, that's a funny story. Um, when, well, I'll uh, be the judge was, of that. I was, I was um, texting my mom back and forth, and we were trying to come up with a name for uh, the drywall company. And she wanted me to use a name. She wanted me to do, like, Carter Drywall or, or you know, I, I originally was, um, I used my, my first and last name, Drywall. That was my company. So we're going back and forth, and she comes up with Bay's Edge Drywall. And it's got kind of a nice sound to it. Um, generic name, but maybe gives a gives the feel of um, you know, kind of like an upscale type of thing. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, and and then she was also telling me, well, I'm not very good at coming up with names, but here she lays down this name that's like, wow, that's the one I'm going to go with. Well, about two days ago, I was going through some of my old paperwork, and I have a, a newspaper collection, um, old, you know headlines, you know, when Nixon resigns and the Kennedy assassination and all that. Sure. And uh, in, in there was a penny saver, which is like one of those, you know, sales flyer magazines. But my mom was on the cover of this one, so I saved it from years ago. And uh, she used to work at Century 21, Bay's Edge Realty. <laughs> and that's where she got the name Bay's Edge from. So, uh, you know, this whole time I'm thinking, Mom's slick coming up with Bay's Edge. Meanwhile, it was just a place that she used to work at. Well, listen, not, I'm sure that's a, a great drywall company name, and you'll do fine with it. But may I suggest, and it's a mind meld, because Danny D just texted me this same suggestion, Ramen Gang Drywall. What do you think? Wow. I don't think I can use anything but that now, actually. I mean, just... Get used to nonstop cash, I guess. <laughs> yeah, and I probably wouldn't even have to go to work. Maybe just, you know, like we'll just pay you to just not, you know, not be in the market because you'll take the work from everybody. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. I mean, I think that's where you'll end up. Sure. Yeah. Ramen gang drywall. Every, if you, that's the. Every, who wouldn't hire a ramen gang drywall? I don't know. The gang thing might throw off, like, my mom. She might. Oh, I don't know about gang. Well, why don't we go the original uh, name of the ramen r- fellas, ramen boys, ramen boys drywall with a Z. That's it. Well, ramen gang, ramen boys. It would it would kind of like not one guy is you know it's not going to be just one guy showing up to do all the drywall. It's going to be a whole bunch of us showing up. To yeah. do the drywall. Why why don't you run ramen boys out. drywall? Do you expect to have? It's, it's going probably going to be all dudes drywalling, right? I'll run a check. Probably. Yeah. You're going to see if that's used already? Yeah. I have a feeling it's not. With the Z, you said? I would say, I'm going to, will it be in the suburbs mostly? Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, Eastern Long Island. I would say don't have the Z for the S in boys. Okay. Just to, you know, you don't want to freak anyone out. There's a couple other drywall companies within some sort of, I don't want to start running the names off on the air, but the the boys drywall motif is a popular one. Well, those companies suck because ramen boys. Because they're not well. ramen boys, yeah. Yeah, my my friend here is now saying, "Yep, that's got to be it." There Wait, it is. You, 
there's someone with you now, or are they contacting you from inside prison? You don't oh, have to he's, answer he's, that he's question. With me now. He's oh, here. physically. Yeah. Oh, so he's like, yeah, ramen boys. I'm telling you. Um, ramen boys drywall. The logo is going to look good inside of a van. I'll hire you to come. You're right about that. To come drywall. Perhaps something in my house. I don't even need drywalling. Just make a hole. Yeah. Now, can you hire Ramen Boys Drywall to just maybe do some uh, grout work? Sure. What about tiling? All all, all phases of drywall. Anything you need. What about tiling? Tiling? No, I don't get into tiling. Okay, because I was going to suggest you call the the business Ramen Boys Drywalling and Tile, but uh, if you're not going to do tile, there's no need to have that conversation. No, that could be misleading. Revisit that in like five years. See how business is going. Yeah, see where you want to expand. I could see it being subcontracted out. There's always that option. You're right. Dave, you got ideas. I'm not even in the drywall or tiling game. Sure sounds like it. Well, it's why I don't mind just throwing out gold, (laughs) playing t-ball with great (laughs) ideas. Oh, man, I should get a van. Yeah, Something to think about. No, no, I'm gonna let you run with it. I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm shocked at how fast everything is happening already. Anyway. You mean with how uh, quickly I come up with great ideas for drywall business, exactly or are you talking about? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, do you think honestly? Well, do you think you'll call the business Ramen Boys Drywall, and you're not gonna hurt my feelings if you say no? Um. Well, I think on paper it's going to be Bay's Edge, but we are going to make it known that we're the ramen boys when we show up to work. Okay. You know, if the, if the electricians are there, we're going to be like, get out. We're the ramen boys. We're here. Yeah. Yeah. Be like, why does your truck say Bay's Edge drywall then? There's a lot Don't of worry beef. about it. Just get out. Take your electric and go. There's a lot of beef between the electric and the drywall guys because the electric, they always come in afterwards and bust holes and stuff. Oh, yeah. We're not having that. No. We're not having that. Yeah, next thing you got to send out one of your lackeys back to spackle stuff. (laughs) No thanks. Pull their wires out and replace it with ramen noodles. Oh. (laughs) I love this. Calling card. That's right. This This is all happening so fast. Now, can you... I know you're not allowed to talk to guys inside of prison as per the terms of your parole but if right. you had to say do you think the ramen gang has legs inside otisville correctional facility oh definitely okay this definitely. is good yeah there's uh, i'm uh, i'm pretty confident uh, there's a few guys listening right now who are uh, receiving their marching orders as we speak good what's the potential that like somebody in uh you know in on the correction staff catches wind of the ramen boys but like takes it the wrong way, starts trying to squeeze information. Who who do we need to worry about? Um, I don't. Th- no, they're not going to mess with the ramen boys. Are you kidding? <sighs> ramen gang. Well, we covered this. We You're can't right. call it the ramen boys because that excludes. Well, you talk about the ramen gang. Like, oh, the, the ramen gang is up to it again. But like, when the ramen boys inside of Otisville Correctional Facility individually, when they're you know talking about something. Oh, right. He's a ramen boy. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's fine. So. Yep. All right. As long as everybody, you know, no loose lips. And, uh, you know, if, you know, in time, if 
if there are, you know, there's a women's correctional facility that wants to have a ramen gang chapter. If they call themselves ramen gals or whatever, I'm, I'm cool with that too. I'm, I'm pretty sure that uh, uh, the signal reaches to Albion. That's a women's correctional facility? Yes. Okay, ladies. Hmm. You know what to do. Challenge has been issued. Yep. I can't believe I'm like a gang kingpin for on the outside. You have people doing your bidding. As a matter in a matter of a few weeks, I'll probably wind up with a shank in me, in, like in a, you know, outside of a Bennigan's in a few weeks. But it's going to be a wild ride. <laughs> I don't think anyone would do that for fear of the repercussions. That's true. There's now that I hear you say it, and they don't know where it's coming from. Feels good. That's the that's the beauty of having a gang like that because you know you mess with one of us you got to mess with all of us. That's right. That's I mean that's that's, that's, those, that's a gang in a nutshell. That's the rule. Danny D suggests the Ramets for the I don't think that's it's okay. Ramets the Ram. Mm. I'm nah. Though I do like that he was he liked ramen gang drywall. A division of base head, whatever base head <laughs> drywall. Ramen bay, ramen bay drywall. Well, Scott, do you want to? Can you call back a, a little later and maybe give us a this week's ramen recipe? Um, sure, I could do that. Okay, so we have a we have a couple of matters of business to take care of. All right. But <coughs> yeah, call back in uh, twenty minutes with a ramen recipe. Okay. We'll All, do. Right. All right. Thanks. All right. Yep. Bye bye. Scott, formerly of Otis Phil, president of Ramen Gang Drywall. Mm. Coming at you. Um, man, my jet lag's really kicking it's kicking in. in. Yeah. Do you see? I see. Um, Cleveland, uh, the Indians were in the news today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they they said they were getting rid of. I'm from Cleveland, as everyone, right. any, everyone in this. Massive global audience knows. It's the only reason to bring up Cleveland, but go ahead. <laughs> yeah, they, they said they're getting rid of... And if you're on hold, we'll grab you in a, in a second. Um, yeah, that, we're, that they're getting rid of Chief Wahoo, but then they're not doing it for another season. And then they're only taking Chief Wahoo off the jerseys. They're still selling the merchandise. Well, the people they're who are going to be home. angry about it, who are angry that Chief Wahoo is no longer there, they're going to sell to that market. But the... Baseball yeah. has a weird rule, though. They can't make any changes to their uniforms without, like, a year's notice. I know for a long time the Mets had. Oh, It's, it's some weird. Deal? I don't know what the. It, I don't know. Their marketing or whatever. It shouldn't matter. But uh, I know the Mets had. Uh, they featured black in their uniform a lot for about 10 years. And it, it drove me crazy. And it was always. That was always, you know. Doesn't matter if they change it. You're still going to have to sit with it for a year. Oh. You know, when you were trying to get them to. Then how? What? But then, I don't know. Don't get me started. No matter when they announced it, it would have taken. They would have had to go a full okay. year. I follow you. Yeah. So then, what about? I still think it's a dumb rule. But oh, how, yes. how come? Then, then you have the guys who. How do they justify when when guys wear? I know this is a totally different thing, but when they wear the long pants instead of the the stockings. The classic. Oh, look. I hate the long pants. I hate it too. It's just a trend that they gave the players the option to go for. It's the worst. I hate it. 
That's why hockey is the only real sport because it's the only sport where they don't make uniform modifications based on fashion whims yeah. of the players. Clearly. That's why all the other sports suck. I can Settled. see that logic. Settled. Bunch of dudes playing baseball in their pajama pants. Ugh. It's the worst. No thanks. Did I tell you I went tobogganing? No. In, in Norway? No. I did. It was exhilarating. I, I can imagine. They have a toboggan run that used to be a an Olympic bobsledding training run. Okay. So, which it's not anymore, but it just, they, you go to the top of this mountain outside of Oslo. It's so high that you take the train up. And it, you're above the clouds. Okay. And then you get up there. In America, if they had this, well, first of all, they wouldn't have it. What, what exactly is the toboggan? Is like the plank of wood with the like the curved front? No, like a, I guess they just call it that. Oh, okay. It's the, like a it, disc it's sled. They okay. give you like a sled. It's like a luge sort type thing. Okay. And uh, but you pay them like fifteen bucks. They give you. A sled and a helmet, and just tell you to have at it. They don't. You don't have to sign a waiver. No or training nothing. session. They're just like, see you later, hopefully. <laughs> and they send you on your way. And how long do you fall? And it's two kilometers long. However, oh. what is that? Like a mile and a half That's or something? Something like that. No one knows. Metric. Stupid. But uh, yeah, you, and there's no guardrails or anything. So if you don't steer properly, you can go flying the bush. over the side of the mountain. Yeah keep you on your toes that way yeah yeah you really got to stay stay at it phil almost killed himself 15 bucks for one pass 15 bucks not even for a pass they just give you a sled and a helmet and no. hope you come back meaning like you can take one pass on the no you can ride all day oh you can sled like the wind that's sweet yeah i find like after a couple times though it starts you're fade. kind of like i think i get it mm-hmm. i'm a grown man and my pants are soaking. I'm gonna go inside now. Right. Yeah. That. But no, we went. We went down a couple times, and then there's like, you can go down this little bit, and then you have to start again because then you have to cross it. It's a long story, but anyway. So, we went down like the other mini thing before you start the massive one, mm-hmm. and we were like, you know what? Let's get get some, get some lunch. Because then at the top of it. They have like a little chalet, a Norwegian chalet, if there's such a thing. As one would expect. Yeah, and you can uh, have hot chocolate and feel like a goddamn champion. Sounds lovely. It's the best. Yeah. Yeah. Taking advantage of all the Northern Year Pass to offer. I'm glad to see that, Dave. Yeah, I love it. Nice. And the the funny thing is, you know, Jabba the Hutt president we have, who's saying like he wants people from Norway to to come to America, mm-hmm. um, everyone there is just laughing hysterically because they're like, we don't want to come to America. We're, we're good. Yeah. No one wants to come here. We've got tobogganing. So uh, we all had a great laugh. Chuckle. Over that for my few days there. It was a wild scene. Let's take some. Let's. We'll come back to this. We'll take some of these calls. 201-209-9368. Hello. You're on the air. Hello, Mr. Dave Hill. That's right. Who's calling? Oh, this is Sam, Jersey City. Sam from Jersey City? Yeah. Friend and neighbor. Are you... Is this call coming from inside the building? 
No, I'm I'm out in the parking lot. See you shining a flashlight up at you. All right, you can try. I'm taking the little dice off your rear view mirror right now. Oh. At least into your car window. Joke's on you. That's Des's Those car. Are my dice. No! Uh, what's what's no, I'm, what's I'm, going on? What's on your mind? But, well, I wanted to ask you: Did they have hot wine in the chalet? Oh, like a glog? Chocolate. Glog, you mean? Is that what yeah, it's called? Yeah, kind of thing. I don't think they did. I, I think that's more that's of a what Swedish. Me when I went skiing, I went skiing in Switzerland for the first time. I'd never been skiing before, and I, they put me on this like intermediate slope, and it was just and it was April, and it was like sixty-five degrees. So the snow is all just slushy and super slippery. And oh, I yeah. kept going like 80 miles an hour down this hill, and it was a terrifying thing. But I went down that a few times, awesome. and then I just sat and drank hot wine the rest of the day. You probably, I don't know, maybe they did. I, I didn't see any. You're too into the hot chocolate. I was too into the hot chocolate. I even had a cookie, if I'm honest. Yeah. Wow. It was pretty, Fancy. it was magical. Everything's good up there. All the food's good up there. Yeah, it's great. Oh, and then we went. It's expensive though. What yeah. is, how much does it cost to go losing there? Like like five hundred dollars? No, no. To go on the toboggan run, it was well. I think it was like fifteen Norwegian kroner, which works out to seven thousand dollars. <laughs> no, not fifteen. What is it? One hundred and fifty, which works out to seven thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. It's it. I don't know. What is it like? Twenty bucks or something? Oh, that's not too bad. But with that, like you could, you pretty much could just leave with a sled and a helmet. But no one in Norway would do that. No. Well, I mean, it's probably annoying to bring it back on the bus or whatever. No, you t- well, you take it down, and then there's a train that goes back up to the top. Mm-hmm. That's how long it is. Have you ever been to Lillehammer where the Olympics happened? No. I've been to I a went, I went there, and it's beautiful. There are lots of waterfalls up in the woods. Really nice. Oh, nice. Did you ever yeah. watch that show, Lillehammer? I didn't see the show. That was with Stephen Van Zandt, right? Yeah, it was a Stephen Van Zandt vehicle. I never saw it. Heard of it. It had its was moments. Was it any good? It was good. It wasn't great. It's like Silvio Dante was shot, went into a coma, and then dreamt about going to Norway. Kinda. Pretty much. That's... He's like, guy, I'm a freak of Norway. Yeah. That's, that's pretty much what it was. Nailed it. But um, but it, it's pretty, like, good. Uh, they, fit a, they fit a lot of Norwegian culture into that show, which I found entertaining. Everybody seemed, you know, it was all embraced. Yeah. You know? They had guys doing snooze, like... All the dudes in Norway do, they, you know what snus is, Des? Those, like, tobacco patches? Yeah, it's like a little, oh, yeah. like a little bag of tobacco, and you put it, like, up under your lip, and it makes you look like a Dr. Seuss character. <laughs> and ev- everyone does it. Yeah. Like, even even a lot of women do it. No smokers, though. S- Some people down. smoke, but most people snus it up. Yeah. And I didn't. It's like vaping, kind of. No, it's much cooler than vaping. Have a pouch oh, instead okay. of a puff. That was. I remember that was the the pitch. Back well, in va- the day. vaping is the worst. I would rather. Yeah. I would rather have have some blow cigarette smoke on me than vape smoke. I don't know that cotton candy. It's kind of nice no. to walk through. Ugh. It's like being at the circus. No, but it's like. Ugh. 
It is kind of like being at the circus. <laughs> uh, like a circus with like some guy w- with a an armband tattoo and a God knows what else as the ringmaster. I'm sorry, Sam. We got away. What 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 was the nature of your call? Oh, um, oh, I was thinking. What about how about this? How about um, ramen girls drywall? G R R L Z. Well, there's only dudes working at the drywall company. I mean, I like what. Okay. It's not Zach, bad. We can work around that. I mean, just hire some women. Uh, it's actually not a bad idea now that I'm hearing it out loud. Mm. I mean, girls could mean girls, but it could also mean it could also include bears or tigers. Girl, you know. Oh, if you want to have like an animal mascot, I'm, I'm going to disagree with you on that. The ramen crew. Maybe uh, ramen maybe crew. It's off, maybe it's going off the rails a little. Maybe ramen. When Scott calls back, we'll propose ramen crew. Drywall. That's with a, not a bad idea. Actually. Now, ramen crew with a K, or ramen crew like Motley Crew. I think yeah, with the umlaut over the U. Yeah. What about like dehydrated chives drywall? Mm, I don't see it. I gotta be yeah, honest. That's, that yeah. Uh, with a little MSG. Yeah. You're not outside, are you? No, no, I'm I'm totally nowhere near you. Okay, worry. just got scared. I respect your personal space. Thank you. I like scallion pancakes drywall. I yeah. That, I mean, I do like that actually. Mm. If you want to stick yeah, with the Yeah, but then you're going to expect that the drywall is going to be greasy. I could live with that. You got to what you want to do is you use a primer then. Maybe an alcohol-based primer, a little zinzer or something on Yeah, there. yeah. You would do that anyway. Stain with, blocker. After right. you put some uh <clears throat> Yeah. Just make sure you have the windows open when you apply it, because that'll get that'll get you. Hmm. Or leave them closed if you want to have a good time. Yeah. Do they actually serve scallion pancakes at the International House of Pancakes, or is that like too international for IHOP? That's an excellent question. That is. I, I don't think they have anything Asian at IHOP, right? I would. Just like, I would wager they do not. I've never all been. All like buttermilk and oatmeal and whatever. You're gonna check. Have to check with the IHOP people on that. Danny D, can we run a check on that? Danny D's checking out. He texted me. Me too. Oh, we got to do the station ID. Right on time. Oh, I can do it if you want. You want me to do it? No, no. I mean, I do, but... but uh, I can do it real quick. This is WFMU Stars, WFMU Mount Hope, 91.9 FM, in Rockland County, New York City, and I'm on at WFMU.org. He did it. Pretty much. All right. Well, you're going to have... Ing- you're going to have... Ing Dave to contend with because he was supposed to do it. But thank you. Uh, that was stellar. Yeah. I did it better. Well, we'll see. We'll <laughs> let him do it anyway. Well, thank you so much for calling, Sam. All right. Keep up for the good time. work. All right. Easy. All right. Stay hydrated. Let's, see. let's, let's do a lightning round. I'm going to play some jams. Got some stone cold jams lined up. I'm psyched. Hello, you're on the air. Oh, Jesus. Who's calling? I'm sorry, who's calling? 
<clears throat> You're listening to the goddamn Dave Hill show on WFMU. East Orange, MFU Mountain. Wait, what? <laughs> hey, keep going. What happened? <laughs> Did you black out? Uh, I heard uh, you put people on hold. Oh, oh, you could hear that? I was yeah. trying to be slick about it. Well, nobody else heard it but me. Oh, I'm sorry. That was some <laughs> slick heat, though. Yeah, that was some some <clears throat> pretty hot riffs. Way me pedal. Might have been your best one yet. Yeah, I would, just, I would argue that. Thank you. Nice tone. Climbing. East Orange. <laughs> oh, yeah. Few Mount Hope. Continue. 91.9. And, uh, wait a minute. I said MFU. Okay. Uh, Rockland County, and I already smoked. Oh. Yeah, you sound you really stoned. Well, I'll take another one after I try to finish this. Get there. Stay on target. 91.9 in Rockland County in New York City. And in the Matrix within the Matrix at WFMU.org. Are you currently inhaling? Is that what's happening? Yes. That sound? Yeah. You're caught on to that. Wow. When you hear the bubbles? Yeah. Okay, I get it. <laughs> All righting, Dave. Can, can, I'm gonna play. I'm gonna get these other calls real quick, and then we're gonna play some jams. Can you call back in 20 minutes? This will take three seconds. All right, continue. What's he doing? Oh, is that the bong? He's ripping. It's the bong, all right. I'm never gonna get the drive time show on. Uh, commercial radio with this kind of these antics maybe afternoon definitely not the morning or npr even at that at this rate colorado could take you maybe there's that you're better off on the station than any other one i don't want to go anywhere right. which is good because no one else wants me <laughs> i know when i've been insulted no what do you mean i haven't i just insulted myself what are you talking about uh, what are you high both of us then yeah I am, by the way. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks. Ingrid. 20 minutes or whenever. All right. You, you Please call back, though, or I'll be enraged. That means I have to, then. Yeah. All yes. right. Later. Bye. 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 Hello. You're on the air. Hey, Dave. Hello. It's Dave. Who's calling? It's Nicholas from Montclair. Hey, Des. Oh, nice. Oh, Des just got up. He's going to go answer the door. Oh, I'm Montclair friend. Goodbye. All right. Hey, Dave. What's going on? Nothing. You still do that? Uh, you still do the police blotter bit? I do. Yeah, I'm a newspaper reporter. Um, so I thought uh, you might enjoy knowing. I get um, not just the blotter, but we also get like real time police reports on what? like stuff that's going on. Like a scanner or something? Yeah, it, it's fed by like police and fire scanners. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you know a lot of what we get is like um, car crashes. Sure. And whenever a car hits something other than a car, it comes in as the way it's written. It goes car versus, and then whatever it hit. Oh, I love it. So you're like sitting at work, and you get these alerts, and it'll say like car versus pole. Oh, that's excellent. Or like car versus fence or car versus wall. Can you, um, and then it explains exactly what happened? No, like that's what it says. So like when it's like your first 
like weekend shift and you've never done it before and like all of a sudden you get an email that says like car versus pole you're like what the heck oh we should make sort of like a spoken word track of all the car versus things the best one I ever got though it said severe B attack whoa that's excellent yeah I had to go out to Ramsey where like someone had like was keeping bees in their yard and they like knocked it over while they were like mowing the lawn or something. Severe there bee were all attack. These bees flying around, biting all the cops and everything. I had to go out there for the severe bee attack. Oh man, I love it. Well, call, call back with a full list of these if you can. Um, I don't know if I'm allowed to do that, Dave. I'd love to help you out. But Look, thanks for taking the call. I you need it. you need to decide who you're listening to, me or the police or the people who pay me. Yeah. That's, that's the other person okay. involved. Okay, well, you make your own choice. <laughs> yeah. All right, thanks, Dave. All right, thanks for calling. All right, bye-bye. Hello, you're on the air. Hey. Is this Don from uh, Union Beach? Yeah, how about our boys? What Letter R, P-O-Y-Z-E. Wait, what? Our boys. Our boys. We'll send in our boys. They can handle it. What, I don't, what are you talking about? I'm talking about for a title, uh, drywall, our boys. Letter R, B O Y Z E. Wait, why is your phone? What is going on? I don't on know. With your what phone? do you want me to walk around? Yeah, try walking around. Well, what happened? Should be fine. It's a, it's a hard line. Never have a problem before. Wait, I feel like I'm losing you again. Again already? Yeah, that, okay, you're there. And then. Hello? I'm not. I don't know what happened to him. Don, please call back if you can. Let's, we're going to take a quick break, play some Stone Cold Jams, and then we'll be back. Why don't you tell us, Nat? He's here now. We'll be back right here on WFMU 91.9. WMFU in Mount Hope, Hudson Valley at 90.1. Hudson Valley? Yeah, the Hudson Valley. Isn't that where Mount Hope is? I don't, no one knows. You can't find it. All right, we'll be right back with the goddamn Dave Hill Show. Oh, hi. It's Dave again. You just heard Prisoner by Ryan Adams. Before that, Blow Your Whistle by Chuck Brown and the Soul Searchers. I'm going to play a couple more jams. And then we'll be back with Nat Tosin. Or... Do people say Tosin or to- Towson? It's Towson, like it's a Z, even. Why did I just say it like a goddamn monster? Because the word toe is spelled T-O-W. But it's late, and I'm jet-lagged, and uh, I apologize. I forgive you. I'm a monster. No, no, no. Don't beat yourself up. No. Let, I'm gonna, let me play a couple more jams. I'll freshen up, and I'll, I'll think about what I've done, and we'll be right back. You can repent. Thank you. This is a fantastic album, man. Let me borrow it. No, my brother. You've got to buy your own. That was Jerry Reed with Eastbound and Down. Before that, the mighty Dark Throne from Oslo, Norway, of course, or Kolbotten, with the Wyoming Distance. Fenris from Dark Throne came to the Witch Taint show 
in Oslo on Saturday night, which is pretty cool. Not to brag, but I'll just go ahead and brag. Why not? Own it. Yeah, why not? And he, he, he enjoyed Witch Taint, which I think is, you know, it doesn't get any better than that. Having the actual king of black metal be a fan of the fake king of black metal. <laughs> Joining me now, live in studio, Nat Towson. Good evening. You, you were saying you, you were, you've been in Norway. I have. I was mentioning I, I went to Bergen, which I know... If any Norwegians are listening, I'm mispronouncing. And uh, no, you're not. Okay. I mean, what do you? What, I mean, you, no one wants you to like. You don't have to fake a Norwegian accent. I won't. I go, it would be worse. I go full Cleveland with my accent wherever I go in the world, just to let people know. Well, who, I, I used to get off at Bergen Street at the F train, and that's that's my. You're a little too close. Oh, a little too hot on it. There we go. Yeah. Sorry about that. About eight eight inches away. <laughs> how is it? How about now? That's a little. That's better. I, I would. You could even back up an inch. I would say. How about now? No, that's too far. Okay. No, no. I'll split the difference. No, no. Back to but where, where you were, and then this I'll is going to be most of the show. This is most of the show. Okay. My, my. I'm a regular George Martin of uh, freeform radio. You're the, the fifth Dave my, Hill. Yeah. When it comes to engineering, you could do a lot better than me, Dave Hill. Mentioned earlier. What were we talking about? Yeah, you were. Norway. So you went. You went to. Did you? You rode your bike from Bergen, Norway, to Oslo. Yeah, we got. I'll admit, we got picked up uh, when oh. it got real dark on the way. We were close to Oslo, but I was traveling across Europe for uh, a few weeks actually. And when was this? This was the summer of two thousand six, I think. So this was a while ago. What? Um, and why I. Why did you do that? I mean, it sounds awesome, but what inspired it? Were you on pot? Uh, you know, uh, there were a couple stops in uh, Amsterdam, mm-hmm. uh, Nice, France. Or Nice, France, as I like to yeah, call Bergen, it. Yeah, Bergen, Nice, London. And, uh, yeah, I was, I was actually traveling with family, and we were, we were in Europe for about six weeks. Wow. And I did some shows, but mostly was just on vacation, and we have some old friends out there, and we're visiting. And I'd never been to Norway before, though, and we went to... Bergen, and then we biked most of the way to Oslo. I may be exaggerating. Someone may fact check me and say you biked, you know, a third of the way, and then drove the rest of the way. But well, let's just say you did. I'm going to say I biked there and back the whole, four times. Let's just say you did it the whole way. Yeah, it's it's pretty fascinating. We were the only people on the road the entire time. I remember biking. You know, we spread out after a while, so I was alone as far as I could see in front and behind me, and there was about an hour. You know, where I didn't see anyone, just on the Norwegian countryside, and it's beautiful. And then all of a sudden, I heard this really loud, like, Nyeh! and there's just goats everywhere. But I hadn't seen another living soul. I mean, goats don't have souls, but... Uh, yeah, they do. Mm, they do. do they? Why are, you, why are you coming on my I show think saying that, goats don't have souls? I just think that, that Pope Benedict decided that they didn't. I thought he clarified that. Pope Benedict. But that's the, the Nazi Pope. That right? was the Hitler Youth Pope, yeah. Well, yeah. There so maybe you go. I shouldn't take his word. Can't for listen it. to that guy. I think John Paul said they did. So if you goats, want to go, John Paul. Goats have in my uh, papal authority that I've just given myself. Goats especially have souls. Okay, so goats have like two souls. Yeah, sure. All right. So I did see a living soul, and uh, yeah, there's all these along the way. There's all these gaps 
that just have round bars in them that are about six inches apart. And I think it's to keep the goats can't walk on them because they're too circular for hooves and they would their legs will fall in between, which seems like a kind of cruel way of trapping goats. But it keeps them to certain plots of land. So you bike over them and you just kind of like, you know, bounce over them. But, you, you know, if you're heading straight perpendicular to the bars, but goats can't walk across these round shapes because they'll slip. So it's like a, a goat migration prevention method. Who and knew? that's what Norway is like. Low impact. I didn't know. Wow. That's what I was literally just talking about goats in Norway yesterday in Norway. Did you see any? No, but my friend Rolf has a bunch of goats in Norway. And I was like, that, my friend, is the sweet life. That's Just living with a bunch of goats. Yeah, I love goats. They're my, uh, I would say, I'd put them in my top five animals. Your spirit animal? Is Ma- goat, well, yeah. Well, the goat is, is the, the goat, you know, is not, it, it's zoned. He's an individual. Or she, he or she, they're individuals. They're not sheep. I mean, some goats may not even adhere to the gender binary. Yeah, they don't. They're their own person. So in that way, that's identify with the goat. That's why, like it's Satanism. That's why the goat is the symbol. Because it's a independent minded. I'm not calling myself a Satanist. I'm yeah. just saying that that's what, you know. It's a crossover. It just happens to be a coincidence. Yeah, it's total coincidence. Or is it? Or is it? I think it is, yeah. Who knows? Um, no, but I do I do love goats. They're adorable. I love baby goats. Then can I recommend to you the Queen's Farm Museum in Long Island, where I went for my birthday last year? You went to a goat farm for your birthday? Yeah, I went out, took the LIRR out to, uh, I forget exactly where it is, but it's called the Queen's Farm Museum. And there's a petting zoo on one side that's, that's next to it, and then there's a, a farm where you can go out and feed some animals. And they've got bunch of goats and you can watch them head bump each other for a really long time and not look at like any of the other animals which is mostly what i did i love that that's like when i was a kid growing up in cleveland a friend of mine had a goat he lived in the suburbs and uh oh he already had a water i didn't even see it i'm sorry oh that's all right sorry about that now you have more more water you're gonna be hydrated the number here by the way is 201 209-9368. That's 201. Thank you, Danny, for the water, by the way. Thanks, Danny. I didn't, I'm sorry I didn't <clears throat> see that you already had a water. That's definitely okay. Oh, I'm so enraged at myself. 201-209-9368. But anyway, yeah, growing up, a friend of mine had a goat. He lived on, like, a, he had really big, like, a few acres. And uh, we would set, I, this isn't something I would do today. Because I'm a grown man who, you know, has wisdom and uh, experience. Stu- yeah, basic. Stu- I don't know perspective s- stuff. But we used to set the goat loose, and it would just chase us <laughs> all over the place <laughs> for literally hours, <laughs> trying to head to butt us. And it was the most exhilarating experience of my life. I'll have to say. I can see that. I can't. It seemed like the goat was having fun, but maybe it wasn't. I don't know. <laughs> well, you weren't chasing it. It seems no. like it was acting of its own volition. It was chasing us. Did you provoke the goat at all? No, no, we wouldn't. We would just set it loose and then run, and it would chase us. And every once in a while, it would catch us and ram us <laughs> with 
you know, headbutt us, but in the knee or something because mm-hmm. it's, it's shorter, you know. That seems a lot more ethical than, say, cow tipping or any of the other. I've never cow tipped. That was always a question when I went to college. People would hear I was from Ohio and assume that I went cow tipping, but I never did that. That's sort of a myth. I, that's what I've heard, that it's a rumor and that I don't, ca- cows don't sleep standing up and that and that that's just sort of a, I was going to say urban legend, but rural legend. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know anyone that's ever actually done it. Mm-hmm. However, being chased by a goat for hours on end, not a myth. That's uh, firsthand. I can tell you it happens, and it's 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 wonderful. I'm just I've just given that a beat. Just to, I just went back to those days in my life. Yeah, I saw your eyes kind of. I'll never get that back. Glance up. I'll never get that back. You don't think you could be chased by a goat right now? I mean, if if a goat took, you know, started chasing me, no, I don't think I would run from a goat at this stage of my life. I would be like, get on over here. I'm going to pet you and love you. That's what I would do. If this were Stern, they would have let a goat loose in the studio by now. I know, but this is a a really classy show. That's how you get the drive time, though. Let yeah, I know. Loose. Let a goat loose. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're trying I, to get syndicated, Dave? you got to get a goat in the studio, I man. Do, it wouldn't be nice to the goat. I do love the idea of it. I once called when I was living in Cleveland, Cleveland Heights, a suburb of Cleveland. I had an idea that I would get a goat and have it live, like, outside, mostly. And I called City Hall, and they said, no, and you can't have a pig either thinking that was going to be my next question. (laughs) They they preempted your question? Yeah, but I was like, no, I wasn't even going to ask about the pig, but they were like, you can't have a pig either. Like I was just going to say. And at that point, you can't deny that you were going to say, well, what about a pig? I didn't want a pig. Do you think that they thought you were trying to upsell them, though, or overshoot so that then they could soften the blow of the pig question? They might have, but I don't have pig interest. Hmm. I mean, I would have a pig. I have friends who have pigs. And uh, it's a lot of fun. I'm not going to lie to you. But they're not in Cleveland Heights area. They're not in the That's Cleveland the Heights thing. area. But they, but pigs don't get up to the same sort of hijinks that goats do. It's I, a totally different kind of fun. I wonder if have. City Hall got so many calls from people who were trying to pull that grift, where they, you know, they got a volley of pig calls, and then at some point people got wise to them rejecting the pigs, so they started, you know, going up to goats to hope that they could meet in the middle somewhere so by the time you called cleveland heights city hall was just like no 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 no, not another one of these yeah we know where this is headed over it no and not a pig and no not even on a leash not even if it's a good one not a cute one. Oh man now i'm thinking about it all over again i'm thinking about the guy whose job it was to field those calls he's like oh another one another goat call but you know you get what you do is you get a bunch of goats, and then you don't have to cut the lawn and stuff. Which it wasn't my, you know, my thinking, but right? Doesn't Google do that? Google? Yeah, Google had. I think I, I want to say it was Google. Maybe it was at one, one of like the tech giants in, in 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 Silicon Valley. They instead of hiring people to cut the lawn, they had just got a bunch of goats and they put them out there. That sounds like some googly thing to do. It's like a really. It's like the proto self-driving lawnmower. <laughs> Yeah, but, I mean, it works, though. That's a fact. You know what goats like, I learned, from the one time I rented one? Slamming their heads into each other? They Well, yeah, but I knew that before. They like orange drink. Like artificial, like tang? Yeah. 
at least the goat we rented really liked uh like the kind of stuff you would give to school children that you didn't care oh, that much about. Like you could give to school children just before. Just kind of orange sugar water. Board of Ed overhauled that. Yeah, yeah. Fanta. Yeah, it was just like crappy orange drink. And like camp, the kind of stuff you would get. Like a little... Like, yeah, yeah. Bug juice or whatever. Right. The goat loved it. Huh. Couldn't get enough of this stuff. Do you think it's just because it's not been exposed to sugar and then and then you overstimulated it? Gets hooked. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah, it must have been... Like the nectar, nectar of the gods, or the nectar of the goats, as it were. <laughs> of the satanic gods, as we were saying. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Anyway, that's just a goat re- recollection that I had off the cuff. Yeah, and I actually didn't say this when I first got here, but thanks so much for having me on your uh, goat-themed radio show. It's, oh, yeah. It's really it's nice not to always be out here. Go- it's, it wasn't, oh, no, it's I not? Should say it's, I was going to say it's not always, but I, what I should say, it wasn't always, because moving forward. Now on, yeah. It's, re- make space for it. I would think, because on Sirius XM Radio, there is a show. I've been on this show once or twice. It's I forget what it's called, but it's Trucker Radio. Mm-hmm. And that in itself felt like a milestone. I was excited that I got to be on the Trucker Radio show. But then I just found out that there is a a show specifically for female truckers. Okay. So I'm thinking... How far off can the Goat Appreciation show be if they're already making other shows that cater directly to my interests, which is to say the Trucker Show and then more specifically the Lady Trucker Show. Goat Radio is the next one. It's like Sirius XM channel number 66 or something is going to be like uh, Norwegian black metal parody radio. There's got to be some sort of farming or animal husbandry program that... You could find. I would love it. I'll host it. Like car talk, but like for goats. I'd be the happiest guy in the world if I could just get up, head on into the, you know, do a few hours of goat-based radio, (laughs) call it a day. It's a simple life, but it's good enough for me. Bring it on. I'm tired of, you know, being a global superstar. Just let me be a guy with a goat radio show. Turns out you just want simplicity. Yeah. Who knew? That's the irony of it, you know? The guy that has it all. We didn't even talk about Peppa. No, I mean, where do you go from that? I know you can't. We get, let's focus, though. We'll talk about Peppa. But let's talk about Nat. All right. What do you want to hear More importantly, today? what's been going <clears throat> on with you? Um, been doing a lot of writing, a lot of stand-up. I'm uh, working with a company right now called Botnik Studios, and we use predictive text to write comedy. It's one of my current projects. We recently... Don't we all use predictive text to write comedy if you really think about it? That's true, but this is an external mechanism. I just blew your mind. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Sorry, let me pause. You just blew my mind. I just... (laughs) Sorry, I didn't react visibly enough. Audibly enough. Predictive. Now, aren't you sort of letting the cat out of the bag by telling us that... What, that's what you're getting up to? Well, there's a lot of people who have written stuff using just algorithms where a computer will generate text, but it kind of comes out as nonsense. And so what we're doing... Like the Wu-Tang name generator. Right, something like that. And so we have a, a series of uh, comedy writers who work in different disciplines in comedy and developers. And so we're kind of working on the human-machine collaboration. We don't want to be completely... Uh, algorithmic it, 
the idea being that you can create something better through the synergy of the two. It's not necessarily better than a person writing, but it's different. And you can create something interesting and bizarre. Uh, a recent one we did was we created a full lineup of a fake Coachella poster. And we used uh, an RNN to create... What uh, is an RNN? I mean, I know. I just want to hear you oh, say Oh, yeah. Well, for the, for the Luddites in the crowd, an RNN is a recurrent neural network. It's a computational was... system that uh, is designed sort of to mimic the way a brain works. And it is really good for recognizing patterns. So we fed it the name of every band that Pitchfork has ever reviewed. And then it spat out tens of thousands of names. And then when we, we went through that and we found the ones that sounded actually like band names. And we slightly tweaked some of them or we changed them. And then we did some graphic design and we arranged them into a fake Coachella poster. The idea being to mimic when you see a show festival poster sometimes and you don't recognize the names of any of the bands. And you go, this is all being made up. Yeah, um, that's so how I feel virtually every festival yeah and i see that unless like <clears throat> jay-z is performing <laughs> right exactly he's usually the biggest names on it i know and then beyond that i'm like these could be made up there was a time when i knew all of them where what happened in life 1998 that was probably yeah when i started things started to go south for me up until then i was the, a god <laughs> i knew everything Whole no it, it used to be there was a time in little Dave Hill's life, when if I turned on the TV and a band was on and I didn't know who it was, it meant they were a Christian rock group. <laughs> but invariably, that was always the case. Mm. And probably was around 1998. If, I, if there was a band, I'd be like, who is, oh, this, that's DC no Talk wonder. or something. <laughs> Jars of Clay or something. Oh, no. But now it's, I don't know anything. You know, unless it's Fog Hat, I don't know who it is. Unless it's Angel Witch. Angel Witch. I, oh, man. Wait, there was a... Uh, Somebody was, was about hold. to grab that call. 201-209-9368. Oh, wait, Scott in California. Call back. He says there is a goat radio. What? This is important. Scott, Can we, we need call you into to call. goat radio from we this We need to hear stuff? back about goat radio. Get Google, someone Google this right now. Goat radio. If it's not a goat-based show, though, that's not the same thing. Let me be clear. I think it's just a radio station. Oh, that sucks. Wait, that's the call sign, or it's a radio station fully dedicated? It's. I don't want to give the call letters out, but it's called The Goat. Okay. Okay, I see. And then there's one called Goat Rodeo, which I was hoping would be... A, goat, a goat-based rodeo, but that's a, also radio and podcasting mm-hmm. and stuff. It's good to talk about other radio stations on your radio show, right? That's generally considered a good thing to do? That's pro- Well, if you're confident in what you do, sure. Yeah. Let them talk. That's a good point. What are they going to do? Yeah. This is WFMU. When you're the king like I am. Freeze the dial. Yeah, I'm not afraid to talk about uh, other radio stations. Don't Mid- care at all. All right, I'm going to get this. Hello, you're on the air. Hi, Dave. It's Scott. Oh, it's Scott, formerly of Otisville, currently the president of Ramen Gang Drywall. The Ramen Crew. Ramen Crew Drywall. Is it Ramen Crew? That's what I'm voting for. Ramen Crew with an umlaut over the U. How's it going? Fantastic. I'm here with Nat Towson. Hey, Scott. Hey, Nat. How's it going? Going pretty well. If I can bring Nat up to speed, if you don't mind, Scott. Take it away. Nat, uh, Nat Scott 
was recently a resident of Otisville. Wait, well, you were part of the correctional facility, right? Yes. And But then there's another, what's the other one called? The Federal uh, what is it, Institution, I believe it is, or something like That's that. That's for, for sissies. You were in the real good one. Yes. Otisville Correctional Facility. He's been out of prison for roughly five weeks. And now living in Long Island, uh, president of the Ramen Crew Drywall Company, also known as Bay's Edge Drywall, which is not a good, as good of a name. However, right, whether you upstate. need drywalling, spackling, grouting, you name it, he's got you covered. No right. tiling, though. No tiling. No tiling. You want... Not, not yet. Stucco? Yeah. We're going to work on that. All right. That's a good question, stuccoing. Mm. That's drywall. Technically. Wet wall. I'm not the expert. That's why I'm asking. We could do stucco. Okay. All right. Well, if we could. Uh, And we do uh, ramen recipes. Oh, yeah. Scott, you were calling back. Scott, this in. There's a, there's a, um, I'm going to say that Scott is maybe the co, co co-head leader of this gang. Though, Mm -hmm. I guess you. Let me take the fall if we ever get in any real trouble. I'm but just a consultant. He's a consultant to the ramen gang, which I'm the kingpin of. Mm-hmm. It's a gang that exists both inside and outside of Otisville Correctional Facility. Mm-hmm. Jimmy the Soupster okay. just got a letter from him. He's inside now. Gets out March two, 2019. So he's in charge on the inside. And can they pick up WFMU in Otisville? Uh, yes. You tell oh. me. Read this letter. I read it on the air earlier. Yes. Sounding like a yes, yeah. Anyway, so, so, but anyway, this all stems from the fact that Scott is a ramen wizard, which uh, r- is a good skill to have if you're in prison. Or, or if you're just alive. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do, you, do you have ramen a... It's like one of the basic food groups. It is. Yeah, you got the bread group, okay. the, the milk group, the pizza group, the ramen group. The, the yeah, wine, this checks out. All this is legit. The wine that you make uh, with orange juice in the toilet group. Yep. Um, so what, what's the ramen recipe for tonight? Well, I was gonna. St- I'm sticking with the theme, and uh, we can make uh, ramen burgers with goat cheese. I love this. Whoa. How prescient of you. I'm listening. All right. We're going to make the buns out of ramen noodles. And what you would do is you prepare the, the ramen noodles just like it says on the packet. Um, you know, heat the water, cook the noodles in the water, add the flavor packet. Then you drain the water. You're going to add some garlic powder, a little salt, a little pepper, and some egg. You're going to mix that together, and you put those in like a muffin pan. You're going to put the in the bottom of the muffin pan. Put that in the freezer for uh, about 20 minutes to 20 minutes to a half an hour. Okay, I have a quick question. Um, if you're in prison, where do you get a freezer and or a muffin pan? Oh, we got them in there. Oh, you do? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we had refrigerators. Every house has three refrigerators. Oh, okay. And Let- you, you have access to the kitchen, or is that a thing that you, like a yeah. job that some people have? or? No, I, everybody has access. Um, Otis is... Otisville is laid out like uh, it's it's more like camp style. Uh, it's like a each house is like an office. 
uh, where everybody has, instead of having cells, you have cubes. So if I'm sitting in my bed and I'm looking forward, I'm staring at the back of everybody's head in their cubes going on down the line. It's like on, on the hit show Orange is the New Black, mm-hmm. where they're all in cubes. Do, have you had a chance to watch Orange is the New Black yet? I haven't. I would really like to get your thoughts on it. Yeah, most of my knowledge of life on the inside comes from probably sensationalized hour-long dramas. So <laughs> that's why I have to ask about the kitchen and probably literally everything else because for as far as I know, that's just made up for plot convenience. No, but... It, on my, homework. my homework list will be to watch that and, and get back onto what's real and what's not. It's not a, not a really good show, I have to be honest. <laughs> I liked the first couple seasons and then it fell off pretty hard in my estimation. I would also not blame you if you didn't want to watch a bunch of shows about prison. I don't know if that would be interesting or not interesting to you, but, you know. It's, you know, uh, it it could be funny. Uh, It's interesting because having gone gone through there, like, I know what my, like, (laughs) sitting in county and wondering, like, what's going to happen to me when I get to prison, and then getting there and realizing what it really is, uh, and then thinking, wow, if people knew what this really was, because I had a totally different view of what it was going to be like. Uh, and then when I got there, it was uh, it was quite a shock. And then uh, and then to get out and then to see the way people look at me, like you know, they kind of look at like what happened to him while he was in there. I'm like, no, don't worry about it. None of that happened to me. Like, are you sure? Like, well, if you wanted to, you know, okay, I could tell you some stories, but uh, you know, things. Uh, where, where I was, the, the crazy stuff doesn't happen because everybody there is trying to go home. Scott, I want to hear the rest of your recipe because it sounds delicious, but can I ask you like a real quick like capsule? Is there one, what's one thing that was in your expectation that was very different from your experience? Um, okay. Uh, you know, I, I was like the, the whole food slop, um, bread and water, peanut butter and jelly kind of like, you know, uh, And then I come up and find out that there's, like, pepperoni and summer sausage and spaghetti and sauce and vegetables. Got seasonal sausages? Uh, uh, Yeah, uh, on the commissary. So I'm like, wait a second, are you telling me that if I go to commissary that night I can cook myself a spaghetti dinner with sauce with meat in it? And I said, yeah. It's like, holy cow, let the party begin. Uh, (laughs) And, uh, you know, the... We had Walkmans with tapes, so I could have the kind of music that I want to listen to. Now, and, uh, but w- wouldn't it stand to reason, though, that you'd you'd want to stay away from sausage in prison? Um, whoa, yo, whoa, hey, uh, yeah, you do kind of. <laughs> no, no, that that wasn't. Hey, I wasn't. No, it's not a double. I wouldn't offer. That wasn't a double entendre. Or whatever. You're just talking about colon health. No, I, I just meant that... Because didn't you say that there was summer sausage available? Yes. In prison? Yes. Because I knew... I'm just wondering how good the sausage was. You just don't trust a meat that you can't really see what kind of, what, what the form it's is. It's, no, it's pretty good. It's, you know, we get name brand summer sausage. All right. Hmm. Yeah. Continue. Fry that, you know, chop it up, fry it up, and add it to a spaghetti sauce. It's actually pretty delicious. All right. All right, start. I stand corrected. I, I was, uh, <laughs> we're all pretty hungry for pretty prison food here to now. See some of the meals that guys were cooking in there. <laughs> Wait, so no, we, no, we need to get back to the. the I derailed uh, us. I apologize. No, no, that was good. That was a good question. 
Don't so don't hold back. The buns, the, the, the buns are in the freezer. The ramen buns are in the freezer. Uh, you take your, uh, you got to get burgers, uh, like a 12-pack of burgers. Um, split each burger in half, flatten them out, um, put a little bit of goat cheese, and take, take them, put them back together again so the goat cheese is in the middle. Um, add a little bit of seasoning to that, however you like, basil, oregano, uh, maybe a little more garlic powder. Uh, fry that up. Uh, once the burgers are fried, pull the, pull the ramen buns out. Uh, fry them in oil uh, for just a, about two, three minutes. And then, uh, you know, put a little bit of lettuce, a little bit of tomato, and make your burgers. This sounds delicious. Yeah, I'm into it. It is very good. And now, this goes without saying, you don't have to be in prison to make this recipe. This Anyone nope. can do this. Oh, you're allowed, yeah. Yeah. Especially if you're in the ramen, boys, it's suggested eating. The ramen gang, the ramen gang. Yes, it's like a gang. It's a compulsory rite for of passage. Well, we called we were originally the gang was called the Ramen Boys with the Z, but then we thought, you know, let's open it up to everybody. Oh, right, gang is gender neutral. Yeah. Gender neutral. Yeah. Although a little more aggressive too, I feel like. Yeah. Th- well, that's it ticks both boxes, progressive and aggressive, okay. which is my sweet spot. It just makes for way better parties at the end of the day. Yeah, exactly. You don't want just a bunch of dudes hanging out eating soup. The ramen gang. Summer sausage. That's a free for all. Yeah. Yeah. Summer, winter, fall, and spring sausage. You're inclusive of all forms of people and ramen. Like you got your burgers. Your. I don't even know. I'm not. You know. Oh yeah, the burger can be chicken ramen. You can do uh, spicy vegetable ramen. You beef ramen you know that's uh, up to your liking wait talk we talk more on the flavors there we need you to be a little louder scott oh i'm sorry yeah I'm, uh, do they still uh, sell ramen in oriental flavor or have we moved past that as a society uh you know i haven't seen that in a long time so i don't know that's a good question maybe someone figured out that that was kind of a regressive term for flavor packet no you're allowed to call anything oriental you can't call people oriental oh that's so like rugs and ramen are still yeah go for it all right that's my understanding but you should hear some of the things i say <laughs> horrible maybe maybe i should crowdsource this one a little bit more yeah i'm i'm the mouth on me Oh, we should get uh, Rob Cantrell down here. Grab him. Yeah. Look at the time. Oh, boy. Wow, look at it. Look at the look time. At it. Look Where's at it the time go? Um, getting late. Wait, past my bedtime. That's a really good... You don't have to be in bed at a certain time, do you, as, as part of the terms of your parole? No, no. But I do have to be... Uh, my, my curfew is 8 o'clock at night right now. Oh, you mean you have to be indoors? Yep. Can well, why would you want to be anywhere else but parked in front of your radio on a Monday night when this show is on? Good point. Good point. Of course. The of rest course. of the time, you know. I, I had an issue with the. I went to get food tonight, and uh, the, the the guy making my dinner, he totally messed it up. Uh, gave me ziti instead of spaghetti, and then forgot <sighs> to put the cheese in it. Amateur move. And yeah, and I told him, uh, you know, well, I want it cooked the way I want it cooked, so he takes it back and he puts the cheese in but it, it was still ziti and i was like no dude i you know i want it the way i want it 
And then I'm looking at my watch thinking, like, oh, my goodness, i got to be home soon. Mm. And, uh, yeah. I made it. Just made it. Okay. Devastating. I'm going to violate parole because somebody couldn't put cheese in my food. I thought you were going to say you shanked him, which that would have been a major violation. Oh, is that? You're not allowed to do that on parole? No. That oh. that joke was in poor taste. Yeah. I apologize. But, you know, well, l- l- I'm the king of low-hanging fruit. News. What's that? I said keep your eyes on the evening news. Oh. No, that's not your behavior. That's the kind of thing that I would... You could see me or Jimmy the Soupster pulling that. <laughs> but... <laughs> But I know, you know, I, yeah. I, in the time, you know, I haven't, I haven't met you in person yet, but, uh, but I can tell, uh, getting to know you on the show over the last few weeks that you're not a loose cannon like me and Jimmy the Soupster tend to be. Uh, Particular no, about the I'm, form I'm of your noodles, though, more, I noticed. I'm a little more reserved. Yeah. yeah. And I don't mean, I don't even mean to drag Jimmy the Soupster into this. It's just fun to speculate. I mean, he is the head of the ramen gang at Otisville Correctional Facility, so I think, you know, I can jump to my own conclusions. Yeah. You know, you got to be a little bit dangerous for that job. Yeah, you have to be. It has to be expected. Uh, yeah. Wow. Well, th- that was a... That was an, an That was an excellent recipe. I'm very... And, uh, we, well, you know what we should do? If I can just think out loud here. Goat in the studio, yeah. Why don't we, we should make a page, a link somewhere on WFMU site, on or on the page for this show, that links to Scott's ramen recipes. That's it, if you're comfortable with that, Scott. I think we could uh, arrange something. This And then, you know, that's everyone's, that's a ramen gang destination. Yeah, if you're yeah, listening and you know HTML. Ramen gang meetups hidden within the recipes, too. You ever do fried egg in a ramen? <laughs> That's is Rob Cantrell is joining us <laughs> Jumping now. right I'll, in. I'll give him a proper introduction in a second, but that is a good question. I, I, I love ramen noodle. I've, I've had all different flavors. I've survived years. Uh, <laughs> but, I, you know, I'll snort the dust. You know, it's, yeah, it, it's, it's pretty amazing how many. It's, it's pretty diverse what you can do with ramen. Do you ever put hamburger on it? Uh, Rob, you're coming in late. Nice recipe. <laughs> oh, we, that is a recipe. Not, Sorry. not so much put the hamburger on it, but make the hamburger buns out of ramen noodles. Oh, I heard that. That was mind blowing. That uh, yeah, I was like, these guys took it up a notch. Yeah. When I heard that, you guys are on a whole nother level. I was throwing novice questions at you. Putting it in a muffin pan and freezing it. I never thought about that. My question, though, if you, when you're in prison and you're freezing ramen into buns in a muffin pan. Doesn't that, aren't you just asking for it, like someone to mess with your ramen buns? You gotta leave a note. But think how many cigarettes you can that's get for you, one that's ramen. That's why while it's freezing in there, you're doing push-ups. Yeah. Oh, so, so you kick someone's ass if they mess with your ramen buns. Because I would exactly. think if push-ups and ramen. push-ups, you got no business making ramen buns. You doing push-ups in the kitchen, or...? <laughs> well, if you're in the ramen gang, you do push-ups wherever you want. To. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks yeah. for clarifying. And I'm not going to make this a requirement of being in the ramen gang, but I think if we can add another layer to it, hey, embrace physical fitness. 
Yeah, I do mean, some push-ups. Ever if you want to be in the ramen gang, ten push-ups a day. You're already carbo loading. So. That's not a lot to ask. Yeah, you got to work off those carbs. Can't be a total softy. No, you got to kill a man. <laughs> no, raising no. the bar a little. Hey, whoa, time out, Rob. Rob. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Slow down, Ixnay. Sorry. Uh, retract Sorry. that statement. Sorry. I will. With I, kindness. You have to kill him with kindness. Oh, kindness. That's, this is better. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And then, and then when he's not looking, grab his ramen and run. <laughs> <laughs> That's better. Yeah. Well. Well, I thought it was a tough gang, you know. So. It's it's a tough gang. It's We're very tough. tough it stops at push-ups. Tough about... Tough about well, culinarily speaking, the, it's very the tough. The ramen gang only exacts, uh, you know, revenge if someone's messed with... The soup preparation. Oh, yeah, you can't touch the soup. Who knows what will happen? But other than that, no problems. And we're, we, we, we called the hit off on Danny D, I, I, I assume. Yes? Yeah, Dan, there is no hit on Danny D at the <laughs> moment. However, the show is not over. There is another hour to go. Yes. It's about station ID time, too. Danny D just texted me that it's station ID time. Then. Hearing that a potential hit was going to be placed on him later in the show, he put a frowny face. I'm going to say... That seems n- like an underreaction to me. No <laughs> no hits on Danny D until after the show is over tonight, and then he's on his own. I do appreciate Scott producing the show for us, though, and reminding us that it's time to go to Station Every, ID. Everyone, uh, many listeners, Team not effort. to take anything away from Scott, but many listeners remind me... <laughs> that I'm supposed to do the station idea at the top of the hour because it's on the list of things that I'm not good at is remembering <laughs> to do the station ID. It's a very long list. We're all in this together. Yeah, exactly. The ramen gang. Yeah. Well, thank you, Scott. Um, feel free to call back later. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to um, do the station ID and maybe play a quick jam and freshen up and right. come back with guns blazing. Ten, ten push-ups? Ten push-ups. Yeah, I'm going to do some push-ups. And some crunches. I'll vouch. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, thanks a lot, Scott. Right. That's an incredible recipe. Right, thanks, thanks right, Scott. Nice talking soon. to you. Right. Take Scott. care. Same here. Bye-bye. I really, that's... I'm, Danny D suggested the Ramen Gang cookbook for not this year's premium, but the next year's. By the way, the votes are in, and the, da- the goddamn Dave Hill Show patch set is what nice. it's going to be. Looking forward to it. Want by a landslide one. Yeah. However, may I stress that there will be a ramen gang patch in that set. Sick. <laughs> so uh, get ready, people, when it comes to marathon time. I'm going to go freshen up real quick, if that's okay with you guys. I'll allow it. I'm going to play a jam. Where? What happened to the jams? I had more jams in here. Where did they go? Technical difficulty. Did you uh, kick him out? Oh, here's one. Here's a good jam. <laughs> All right. I I may have kicked out the jams unintentionally. <laughs> bring him back in. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring him back in. Okay, we'll be right back here on the goddamn Dave Hill show with well Rob Cantrell. We have to talk. You have a brand new album. We're gonna cover all this. Yeah. Brand new album, Pure Uncut Joy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just came out. Just came or out. Dropped as they say. Some do say that. Some say. It's an I'm exciting not, time to be alive. Yeah. yeah. I don't use that lingo. It's too slick for me. Yeah. It's too slick. All right. It's been released. Been released. We'll be right back.
And we're we're back. You're listening to the goddamn Dave Hill Show with me, Dave Hill. From before, you just heard Vashti Bunyan with Diamond Day, which I played to just balance out the testosterone of dudes in the studio and on the phone and it was getting pretty aggressive. It was yeah, getting aggressive. aggressive. And then corrosion yeah. and conformity cast the first stone. <laughs> and before that, Disciple with Cherry Elomeo Nika, which is a great song. Anyway, I'm here with Nat Towson and Rob Cantrell live in studio. Thank you for joining me. For more radio fun, fellas. Oh, yeah. Happy to be here. Yeah. Love it. The number here is 201-209-9368. Call us about anything or nothing at all. That's 201-209-9368. Doesn't have to be a ramen-based call. Could be about anything. Rob Cantrell. You. Hey. It's Dave. From before. Oh, awesome. Um, you have a brand new album out. Congratulations. Oh, thank you, Dave. Coming from you, I know you put out a lot of albums. Oh, yeah. They've sold a combined total <laughs> uh, of 47 of copies. <laughs> How many albums have you put out of... I mean, you've been putting out albums since you were 16. Since... No. Yeah, Dave, how long you been rocking? Oh, Since forever. the day I was born. I'm rocking. Dave Hill used to uh, carry speakers for uh, Cinderella. Cinderella. <laughs> oh, man. I was just Gypsy talking about Road. S- just talking about Cinderella the other day. I thought I, I, I threw it out there. They were actually out of that hair metal van era. They actually had some good tunes. Yeah, I'm not a fan. I'm not, you know, I'm not going to take any shots at them, but then I'm not. Uh, they could be listening. Not a Cinderella. They're probably I, out of that era. What did you? Was there any of the hair metal that you liked? Uh, I'd say Rat was. I always say Rat Rounded. was like the stones of hair metal. Yeah, and everyone else is pretty horrible. <laughs> that was about it. No, <laughs> I'll undercover. say the first. The well, first Molly Crew album's pretty good. Well, I don't really. They're they're not. They're hair metal sort of, but not really. How long was their hair really? I mean, they were pretty hair metal. They were, but bleach. They, I thought the first Motley Crue record was good. The, yeah, um, Des and I have had this conversation. The first Poison album is is really <laughs> uh, something. Yeah, um, I like the guitarist. He does sound like ACDC. He does have yeah, a they good tone. Yeah, they kind of their own thing for that that record. Yeah, you know, it all went downhill after specifically Dirty that record. <laughs> yeah, he no, says with I, a certain tone. I feel like it's still. We'll, maybe we'll play some of it later at the drive. But no, that's not my. Uh, that's not my. I no. I mostly like those and you know bands if their guitar player is really good and and Warren Demartini from Rat is excellent. Wow. So and George Lynch from Dokken is excellent. So I like those guys because you could just go and they would just rip sweet solos. But you know, I've always been uh, an omnivore when it comes to music. I don't, I don't hold back. Mm-mm. I don't have guilty pleasures. I just, if I like it, I like it. I'm in. Yeah. I can stand. I can say with confidence that first <laughs> Poison record has some moments, and Des will tell you the same thing. 
But I digress. I agree. It's a good out of out of that hair metal. Yeah, but no, I, that that was not my was never what I identify as. That was my thing. But I do know the bass player from Cinderella's cousin, and I feel good about that. Plant a fan. Cinderella yeah. wasn't that bad. Rat round and round. I like that tune. Yeah, classic. Uh, <clears throat> that first crew album I kind of liked. Uh, yeah, that's a good record. Too fast for love. What was that? Um, and I guess Van Halen's the beginning of all that, and you gotta love Van Halen. Oh well, I don't think you can lump Van Halen in with any of the bands you just mentioned. <laughs> that is the ultimate guitarist right there. Well, Van, that's like you know, just a great hard rock band. Who's better, Eddie Van Halen or Jimmy Page? Well, um, Jimmy Page, Led Zeppelin's greatest band. One of the greatest bands of all time. It is. It is. So I mean, you I can't I, get around. I, it. I go Jimmy Page for my own interests, but I love I love Eddie Van Halen too. So I've been watching that clip on YouTube. God, but. well, this show is getting even sausagier with this conversation. <laughs> I have to say, I have stuff to add. All right, what we, do you have to add? Do you have a Led Zeppelin anecdote? We can just just make it the biggest sausage party of all time. Go well, ahead. I was getting you like the, bratwurst. I was getting the lead out on on the way in, and she was playing a, a live. Who take, was uh, Carol Miller? The, this Gotta the get DJ. the lead out. Yeah, I thought you were gonna like say that you refer to your like cassette player like uh, oh, like you you my she's LED a woman. player. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's, it's on the classic. Every radio station had to get the lead out hour. Yeah, Carol yeah. Miller's been doing it. I mean, I know I was listening to it in high school. She's probably doing another twenty years prior to that. I didn't know you could get the lead out on a Monday. <laughs> I thought it was <laughs> more. Get the lead. That's when you had the most lead. <laughs> you, I thought it's you, true. I thought it's like a two for Tuesdays when you get the lead out. You get the lead out on weekdays, true. but yeah. you get the lead out XL on Monday nights. Yeah. XL. What is the XL? It's a full hour. Normally, getting the lead out is just like one block oh, of yeah. Zeppelin. Friday, you just listen to Sublime. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's never a time to listen to Sublime. <laughs> I like them. Uh, or Sublime with Rome. Yeah. <laughs> what about what about Bruno Mars? In the Cadillac. Hey, let's put some miles on it. <laughs> it's not my thing. <laughs> see the tension on Dave's look face. Look like he's gonna punch me right now. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. Strawberries and ice. I don't know that I could Jesus. identify a Bruno Mars song with confidence. Oh, there's and that's that not, one. That, it's just because I, I have I have a daughter. I have a six year old. I don't so know if I mean I, I'm not saying I'm, all that I'm stuff. above it or anything. That's I'm just. just I always thought he was a good performer. I don't. I I don't know. I'm sure he is. <laughs> I think his I, defining I no, characteristic is that you can't like you hear a song and then some someone says you know that Bruno Mars song and you go oh that's Bruno Mars. I know that song. It was on in the Apple Store. That that's yeah. that's where it would probably be. I'm sure I have heard it. Like I I couldn't hum a song by Bruno Mars or Justin Bieber or any of these people. You don't consider that music. I do not. Yeah, you do not. Technically, it's not music. It's just yeah. stuff. Sounds. Uh, in, in the same way that I I'm not saying it's bad, but in the same way that I don't consider Doritos to be food. Yes. I don't consider that, that to be music. Right, good that being said, you put a bag of Doritos in front of me, oh, I'm going to have some. That's mm-hmm. true. So, but I'm just saying, I wouldn't feed it to uh, anyone I cared about. <laughs> no, a, unless if you're, you're looking like, to live long. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> 
Really criticizing Rob's parenting there. I just no, <laughs> I mean, no. I'm just saying, like, it's no, fine. I get it. I get it. It's fine to have a bag of Doritos every once If I play guitar and listen to death, I mean, I, mean, I would totally not like it or I know. I, I mostly did it just to throw you off. I love, no, <laughs> I love pop music. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, um, TLC is one of my favorite groups. Wow. For example. How do you feel about Salt and Pepper? I'm glad you asked. <laughs> uh, last week, this is breaking. As anyone who follows me on Instagram beep, will beep, tell beep, you, beep, 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 beep. I had cognac with Peppa from Salt and Peppa. Oh, wow. Whoa, coming in hot over the wire. It was maybe uh, the defining moment of my life. Uh, it was, it was, and I couldn't tell you the last time I had cognac, I have to say. It's not my preferred drink. But when you're sitting next to Peppa from Salt and Peppa, drinking cognac, Cheers. just the two of you, that's the best drink you can have. Okay, how did it happen, Dave? That's your next <laughs> I question. was going to say, where was it? I was saying that with my eyes, I thought. At the Sundance Film Festival. Oh, wow. I was hired to uh, do these like interview things with um, various people, actors and stuff that have movies. And she was there because she has a TV show called Growing Up Hip Hop with her daughter, Egypt. Mm-hmm. Her, the child that she had with... Uh, Tretch, is it, from Naughty by Nature? That sounds right. And uh, and they're both a delight. And uh, But, you know, Peppa and I, uh, emotions ran high. And she wanted cognac, and it took them forever to get the cognac. I don't know why. That's not cool. To, to me, it goes, you said, say, well, Peppa wants cognac. You get cognac immediately. Yeah. They didn't have any in the building. And so they had to go get cognac, and then they brought a couple... Bottles now. Normally, when I finish, I've they had me in like a little TV, like a studio set or whatever, and it was uh, nice and very tastefully decorated. And um, and when I would finish the interviews, I wouldn't usually hang out with the people. I would just run off to my dressing room, like a, you know, like a sad little man to check my phone and stuff. Yeah, that's what but you do. What, what but what happened was then they brought. Peppa's cognac, so I was like, "Well, let, I got to deliver the cognac to Peppa's green room. Come on!" Yeah. And then I got in there, and she said, "Oh, let's have some cognac." So we sat and just chatted away and had some some cognac together. And she's a delight. And um, and there was a party that night that Sundance was that Sundance the network uh, was was throwing, and I was like, "Hey, you should come to the." The band, yacht, the Yacht Rock band was playing, which I didn't think I would be into. But then the when they... called Yacht Rock? I think they're just a called yacht. yacht Rock. And they play, you know... I'm going to guess Yacht Rock. Uh, like, yeah, AM Gold, 70s and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Yacht Rock, yacht. Steely Dan and Eagles and things. <laughs> and uh, and I like all that stuff, but I didn't think... I, I don't like it. I don't, as I, I don't like stuff that's ironic, so I thought I'm not going to like this, but... I loved them. I really enjoyed it. And um, some good tunes. And then I thought, well, Peppa's not Peppa's not coming to this party. And then I was just about to leave. Who walks into the party? Saul. But Peppa. Oh, sorry. Oh, no, wow. Saul. <laughs> Damn it. Saul has nothing so to do with this story. I got lost. Jesus Christ, Nat. <sighs> sorry, sorry. Peppa walks in and she's like, "Hey," and I was like, "Oh my God, Peppa." 
<laughs> and then it was too, I, you know, it was, a, I, you know, I'm cool, but I'm not that cool. Yeah, that's. So I hung out with Peppa a little bit, but eventually I had to be like, this is too much heat yeah. for one room. And I kind of excused myself because I was like, I don't think I have what it takes to hang out with Peppa. Dave, I heard you used to carry speakers for Spinderella, though. <laughs> Spinderella? I did ask her about Spinderella. Yeah. Because Spinderella, of course, is their DJ. The DJ yeah. for Salt and Peppa. And they're one of the biggest hip hop, female hip hops. I would say, I was thinking they're like it. they're the female run DMC. They were the only ones I knew for the longest question. time. Yeah. Yeah, there were some earlier female MCs. MC Light. MC Light's amazing. Cha 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 uh, is one of my favorite tunes. Moni Love. Moni Love. Uh, the real Roxanne. Roxanne Chante. But I asked about, we got a. Spinderella used to have a salon called She Things in Queens. <laughs> And uh, and so when uh, I was having cognac with Peppa from Salt and Peppa, I said, hey, is Spinderella, does she still have she things, the salon? And she said, no, it's closed, but I'm opening a salon in Harlem soon. So I, I forgot, I didn't get the name of that, but You got to stop anyway, by, though. You got to end. I am kind of up to date on... On their side projects. Side hustles of the yeah. members of Salt and Peppa. Hair-related side hustles. Yeah. Kinds of stuff anyway, so Rob's so, album's yeah. pretty good, I guess. Or? Nah. Let's focus. Yeah, yeah. Well, nah, we can't. This is a much better. I mean, we having can't. a cognac with with, with salt. I, with pepper I did set it up, the, uh, and I have wanted to know all night. Well, we can't. Yeah, we can't. I mean, we you know, it's a circular conversation. We come back to the album. We're, we're going to yeah. plug everything. I didn't mean to criticize. I just want to know about Rob's success as well. I'm very happy to hear about your. I'm not saying me persons. having cognac with Peppa is success. I'm just. It's just success. a cool vibe. I think yeah. it's more fulfilling. It's just a day in the life. Yeah. It's the day, just another day. It's just a Tuesday. Being yeah. DH. Being Dave Hill. Um, but pure uncut joy. Just it came out on Friday. Am I right? It, it did. I'm wrong. No, it came I'm out. Right. It came out on yeah Friday of last week. And, and that I'm, was the 19th. Which is a good time to release an album. It is, yeah. Because uh, we were going to do it Christmas, but you know. No, you don't want to get caught yeah, up in that. Yeah, that's the, yeah. That, I thank God, uh, yeah. Who did you put the that's album out with? Uh, uh, I, this uh, group called 800 Pound Gorilla. Oh, yeah, I've heard of them. They're reputable. Yeah, they're they very do, they good. Do, they do a few comedy albums these days, right? Yeah, they're all focused on comedy albums. And they're actually like six guys that worked in Nashville. And they did, they're from country music. Um, but they know a lot about royalties. They just know all those laws back and forth. And they're kind of tech dudes. So they're not the coolest bunch, but they're techie. They're all social media clips. You know, they have Google Toggle on everything. Find your, you know, the whole thing. They get it. They get it. They, they get, get what you need to do now. They got yeah. you covered. And they were this smart. Yeah, they just seemed smart and low-key. And, you know, it's not like a ton of money. But, you know, they made up stickers for me. They printed out uh, 50 uh, clear vinyl. I have a 7-inch. Cool. I should have brought it, Dave. Oh, man. Uh, a 7-inch of the Fat Boy story is on there, on the 7-inch. Oh. Oh. Wait, it's its nice. own? I think I've had you tell that story twice on the show <laughs> already. So I'm not, I'm no, not don't gonna do have... it again. It only Check gets less, less funny. It is one of my favorite stories in the world. Yeah, and that's the name of the album. But it really just taps into going to your first concert. Mine was hip-hop, but it doesn't matter if it's metal or... There's just that moment when you go to your... That you spend money on. 
That's yeah, that's the, the gig. Not somebody dragged you to it. You were like, "This is what I'm going to." Yeah, like when yeah. I went to see the Starship. Oh wow! Is that your first concert? No, oh. <laughs> but I I did see the Starship. It was a free because con- I would go see everything. Wow. Anything and everything. If there was a show happening, I would go. So I would see. You know, the replacements, then Rat, then the Starship, then ZZ Top, then... They were big, though. Starship ruled San Francisco. Starship ruled everything. (laughs) They were the Starship? Galaxy. This was... Jefferson Starship, but you can't get trippier than her. No, this is when they were just the Starship. And they had the worst song of all time, We Built This City. Yeah. And it was a free concert to all the people of Cleveland. Opening up that concert, do you want to know who was... Yeah, who opened the free concert? I'm glad you asked. A band called Slam Bamboo. (laughs) Who's on keyboards for Slam Bamboo? Who, dude? A guy named Trent Reznor went on to form Nine Inch Nails a few years later. So I was watching history. It was free. Wow. Anyway, I don't know what my point is. Um, he really I'm, picked a better name for his second project, though, I gotta say. Yeah, yeah. what's Slam Bamboo sound all about? They were kind of like a flock of seagulls thing. Yeah, yeah. There was a lot of that at the time. Who did that song? Oh, 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 Tarzan Boy? Wait, yeah. Do, yeah. I know which one he's talking Wait, about. do that yeah. some more. It's on the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3 soundtrack. Giving you your own special reverb. Oh, I love reverb. Just for that. Oh, that was amazing. Wait, so so you have the CD, Pure Uncut Joy. Yeah, and it was yeah, it was my first concert called the Fresh Festival, and I told the story, but it was the very first like hip hop tour that they took out of New York, and I do know that the guys were on the out on the tour were Houdini. And then Run DMC on their second album, The Fat Boys, and those were the big. That's. And that was my first. Uh, concert, but I was gonna laugh. I, there is something on my Instagram that shows video from it. It's 1985, this tour, and it's uh, Houdini would come out and they would kill it with Freaks Come Out at Night, and they would do uh, five minutes of funk. But uh, Jermaine Dupri was their backup dancer, and he's this little kid that was break dancing. Yeah, you can see it in my video that they're like, "Yo, what's up?" And it's Jermaine Dupri, and he's like 10 years. He's my age. He's like 11 years old. This guy ends up being multi. He's married to Janet Jackson. Now? Yeah. Good Jermaine, for him. Yeah, and he did, and he brought up uh, what? Who did Jermaine Dupri did a lot of stuff. He, yeah, I mean, he's he was like a, a platinum selling or Producer. gold, gold, gold record, multi gold record selling artist. I think. I think he brought Criss Cross out. Mm-hmm. I bet I could name one thing he's never done. Uh, Have cognac. cognac. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was trying to bring it around. If you kept go- Peppa. dating Peppa, you could be hanging out with Jermaine Dupree and, and Janet Jackson. And therefore Janet Jackson. Yeah. These are music. You're a music person. These are music people. I know. Yep. I'm just saying that uh, Peppa and I just like to have quiet nights at home <laughs> by the fire. Yeah, you're gonna bring Janet Jackson into this. Mm-hmm. Let them have what they have is special. It's true. Maybe Usher comes by with his girlfriend. <laughs> Chili from TLC comes by. There's a, you know, bit of jealousy thing probably happening then, I guess. 
Yeah, that you might. In, in my fantasy world. <laughs> First concert um, I ever saw, I was 10 years old, and I saw the Spin Doctors, so I think you beat me. <laughs> I, I'm not going to lie. They rocked. But, uh, yeah, I remember. I like I'm old. I kind of remember those Houdini. guys breaking out. So yeah, this was like right doctors? off of uh, Yeah, I remember they were a college band, and then they kind of pushed all the way through. You know, did they, they play big hit. Two Princes? They did play Two Princes. Oh, dude. yeah, they have yeah. to. You have to. I think they closed with it, if you'll believe that. This they probably started. I got no beef. They may I'm, have started and closed with it. I got no beef with the Spin Doctors. I don't got any beef. With I them. met I met the singer. He's a nice fellow. I'll tell you, it was a great show. It was the first time Did I smelled come? marijuana. Uh, it was. Uh, <laughs> or, I knew it. Uh, I grew up on the Lower East Side, so it couldn't have been the first time. You grew up on the Lower East Side. The Lower East Side. I didn't friend. know you were such a thug. Yeah, I'm very. Uh, I'm hard, man. You grew, <laughs> wait, really? You grew up on the Lower. Yeah, I'm from the Bowery. Side. Really? Yeah. This was at Irving Plaza in like 1995. I saw the Spin Doctors. I'm no he, shade on the just Spin Doctors. Over there. No, I'm just saying I'm Houdini and the Run DMC. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty amazing. I no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I'm not knocking the Spin. That that. Yeah, was, I walked to that Blues concert. Did Blues Traveler open up? You know, I don't even remember if they had an opening act. That's <laughs> very, very, very accurate guess, but I don't well, even remember there being with, an um, If I can revisit the early the the 90s. Mm-hmm. Uh, jam band era wasn't it spin doctors were kind of like the superpower and then everyone thought well it's gonna be spin doctors or blues traveler it's gotta be one of the two and then they're like well looks like spin doctors it's gonna but then blues traveler rose like a phoenix exploded and then they became the big guess what's right behind them who this crazy dude from virginia Dave Matthews (laughs) just rose up as a bigger monster than all of them combined. Dave Matthews came from the jam band (laughs) era. He became such a huge, he's like Coca-Cola. Yeah, but yeah, the Spin Doctors had like two he's albums like, that did really like well. He's like as big then. as Casual Friday. <laughs> <laughs> he really is. He's probably still uh, really popular, isn't he? I don't know. Again, don't I'm, know. I'm too cool I to would, know. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm glad I'm, I hang out with you. Yeah. yeah, but he probably You've actually is. erased our memories of Dave Matthews' band. So I used to know, actually, if he was popular, but I, since I came into the studio, I actually don't know. But that it's don't bad know. to hate on him because the musicians are all really good. I, yeah, I'm, I have nothing uh, against it. It's just not my thing. Yeah, I think that's a sensible attitude. Yeah. Right? Or J- Des, you have another opinion on this No matter. comment. Oh, uh, he Des was will just, actually challenge Dave Matthews' He was just fight. looking at me like I felt he thought I wasn't being... Mean enough? No, you yeah, you be know, mean. You do what you gotta do. I don't want to be mean. I, you know, it's a new year. There's no what good is there. It, but sometimes you gotta call things out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If someone's like a jerk, I've been thinking I about that. I a don't. Lot. If something, um, if I can say my sister's into them, then it's immediately gonna raise a a red, red flag. flag for me. <laughs> That's uh, you know. There was a time I remember if I'd be at someone's house or apartment and I would see that they had Dave Matthews in their like CD collection back when those you know people had those. Um, you sort of see the music that people listen to. I would just, just be like, it. yeah, I'd be like, oh, we're never going to be that good of friends. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I went to someone's house once and they had a bunch of Bob Dylan al- or they had some Bob Dylan albums. And I was looking at their music collection. And I realized they had only the Christian period. <laughs> And they, I was like, what? that was, blew my mind. And I was like, to, to Christian, like super Christian people, 
uh, like Bob Dylan was a musician who like was a heathen, and then had like he he like had a really good period, and then he like has been doing forty years of nonsense. They only like that like self portrait era. Really? I mean, I assume I didn't ask. I, I, I assume that they had like you know, I like his death metal years. <laughs> I like his <laughs> Christmas. So I only, <laughs> I only listened to his Christmas album. <laughs> Bob Dylan, you know, I can't get into any of the stuff other than his his 2009 Christmas album. You know, it's just I only listen to Christmas music, and you know, I feel like Bob Dylan doesn't <laughs> does, don't really get it except for that one album. Oh man, I'll this take it thing. up a notch. What Give about Jimmy us. Buffett? Uh, I you know I'll go same thing. Uh, it's not my thing. Not your thing. I'm told he's a very nice fellow. And I feel like really you, that, you that, gotta admit a cheeseburger tastes good sometimes. <laughs> yeah, but I'll say I I actually know the guy who is I, I don't know if he still is, but he was his chef. And uh Oh, I bet he could cook up a cheeseburger. You you have to be, right? I don't yeah. know if you can do anything uh, else, yeah. but No, he was his personal chef. Oh and yeah. And he would just be just yeah, whipping up cheeseburgers for him. But um but no, no, I mean he's great at what he does. It's not my thing. Yeah, but, I bet if you drink you know, a lot of drinks that have like coconut in them, after like two or three of those, his music sounds kicks a lot. In. Oh, really? Yeah, like, like, oh, yeah. You got something fruity. <laughs> Your ta- you tailgate before the show. Mm-hmm. No, I'll tell you this though about Jimmy Buffett. Like, for me, when I was in high school, he would come every summer to uh, and play like a big outdoor the Blossom Music Center outside of Cleveland and and everyone would want to go and uh, like and all the high school kids would want everyone like let's go to Jimmy Buffett and my friends you know my three friends and I were just like viewed that as like no we're not <laughs> doing that like we would never do that because that's like it's what all of the all of the other people want and we were just like that is like Somebody's going to puke on your shoes. We were just like, that represents everything that we're not. We're not <laughs> going to go uh, hang out and try to sneak a beer at the Jimmy Buffett concert. It was uh, So when I was a kid, I actively hated it. But now I'm just like, hey, whatever. Yeah, there's definitely music in my life where it's like, if you know, no personal anger towards the musician, but it's just represented an entire uh, identity and scene that I, I, I was was so <laughs> repulsed by at the time that I probably have a ex- extra ex- negative opinion. Like a, like in college, like a bunch like of people what? I knew were into like John Mayer or something. Okay, oh, oh, now that, that stays <laughs> with me now, I have to say. <laughs> I, I hear he's good at guitar, but no, I just, I, again, like I, you know, if that's I saw like the CDs in there. Saying, saying that John, John Mayer is good at guitar is like saying that Hitler was a, a good public speaker. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, you got to... And then what? What's the? I um, mean, you got to admit he was published, all right. I mean, yeah, yeah. But what's that? I forget what that's called when they say. Uh, I don't know. In all debates, song. event or arguments, eventually it goes to Hitler. It goes to Hitler. Goes to John and, Mayer, and that's when it has to stop. So, uh, Godwin's law. Is Godwin's law. Is, yeah. Godwin's law. But I feel like that we've kind of invalidated that now that we have a fear, fears of actual authoritarianism. Uh, yeah, like, yeah. Now, yeah. Now there's it's less reason. hyperbole than but, it used to but be. But I feel like it does. My, what I just said about. John, but again, like if you like John Mayer, I, that's fine. Yeah, just, it just means we'll probably won't be friends. What about nuclear <laughs> assault? <laughs> Are they good? 
I don't listen to Nuclear Assault, but yeah, if you listen. I love that Rob is just cool. lobbing things at you to see if they make well, it better. You act like I only listen to metal, though. That's well, I wanted to change your palate. No, and, I, and I do know their font, and I know their logo, and I know they were kind of big at one time. Also, but yeah. you know their stuff, so I'm just, I was more Not or less. really. I, mean, I kind of I like, I, I do like metal, and I do like. I don't have any Nuclear Assault. Uh, Norwegian iTunes. death metal, uh, it fascinates me. Norwegian black metal. Black metal. It's the most evilest geez. stuff on earth. It straight. And it comes from the, the whitest people on the <laughs> earth. <laughs> like physically. But if, physically. If, you, if you go to Norway, though, you can, you can t- sort of... Uh... Oh, Des, I like that you put in the chat room encouraging women to call. No, that wasn't me. That was to even things. Wasn't out. it? Dez, not Dez. Yeah, there's a lot of tests. Oh, someone else. Someone's like, yeah, someone's it's just talking about which rock bands. Are the- it's Danny Dez. Oh, uh, yeah. but the girls all checked out by now. They did. It's such a uh, Dave. I don't want to oh, pigeonhole man. you, and I know that you have extensive music taste. But earlier in the hour, you were like, you were like, I listen to all kinds of. I mean, I like Rat and Van Halen. <laughs> And Led Zeppelin. Well, no, the question. These are all on the same shelf at the record shop that I. No, not in Dave. Dave Hills is just so deep. They're in different rooms of his house, yeah. He's a shredder. No, I understand. He's Luke Skywalker rocking around. Look what I've played tonight. I mean, come on. I've played. You played Vashti Bunyan earlier. Vashti Bunyan. That's way out of the. I played. Chuck Brown and the Soul Searchers. Oh, I love that. Some go go. Jerry Reed. Yeah. I mean, come on. What more do I have to do for you? Some Johnny Cash? I played some Jerry Reed. That's probably the closest Pretty thing. Close. I will say, like, if you're listening and you you uh, like any of these artists we're trashing are your favorites, like, I used to uh, I used to write for this really great music reviews site called uh, TinyMixtapes.com, and uh, it, oh yeah, yeah, it's it's really excellent. I, I, they're still going. I love it. Um, but there was this this editorial that someone published was like ten years ago, but it was uh, it's called something like. Stories of my humble beginnings, or something—I'm I'm butchering the title—but basically, it was a story about how she went to see a Dave Matthews Band concert, and and she wrote about like eclectic, you know, fringe music for Tiny Mixtapes. But the story was about how she went to this Dave Matthews Band concert, and it, that was what changed her life and got her in, made her become a music journalist. And because it was like the first time she'd ever um, gone to a show that her parents didn't bring her to, and it was a thing that belonged to her. And it was like a. She went and saw all these people having the collective experience of enjoying music, mm-hmm. and it wasn't like this obligatory thing that she'd just been tugged along for. Yeah. And then she, you know, eventually that got me into other similar bands. And then eventually I realized that that wasn't my thing, but that that was the turning point for her. Was that seeing Dave Matthews live was, you know, what made her get into, as she put it, good music eventually. Well, yeah, I mean, music can be, you know, bad music. Maybe she can didn't be put the, it exactly the that gateway way. Gateways. Drug to good music. But, however, what was I going to say? Something of great, great importance. Mm-hmm. Well, Probably who? Very wise, who have you ever lit, light, put your light your pants on fire? Have you ever done have that? Have I? Yeah. Like, literally? Or on no, stage? What? Why would I do that? <laughs> well, I just thought that was a metal move. <laughs> I've lit in a, I used to light my first band. I used to light my bass on fire. See? Stop looking at it like I'm weird. <laughs> but that wasn't a metal band. That was just a rock band. You were oh, the yeah. fifth who... No, I would set it on fire just because I thought it was a funny thing to do, and it's a good bit. And it's very easy to do, all <laughs> especially because it's the base. All you have to do is spray some lighter fluid on it and set it on fire, 
and it burns away and it doesn't really damage the finish of the instrument if it's like, you know, a Fender Precision Mace, which is what I had at the time. And I would set it on fire and like kind of whip it around my head. <laughs> and this was a time when you could just, you know, this is like 20 years ago. Pre-Great White. When you could do this. <laughs> yeah, we were just like kids with this band we formed in college well, that... They didn't have warning labels on your guitar yet. Yeah, and you could just set it on fire and no one would really complain that you just did that. (laughs) Until one night, I did it um, in this venue and they had a really expensive video screen that would come down. (laughs) And I was with the screen, we were done playing, but I was like, well, no, I haven't finished setting my bass on fire. And they were bringing the screen down. I was whipping it around, and it came really close to the screen. And the guy who was, like, the sound man or, like, the stage manager used to work for Iron Maiden. So we respected him, you know? And he was like, he got really mad. Yeah. Understandably, and I, I never did it again did after you, you that. You think you singed yeah. the screen, maybe? No, but, I, but you I, risked it, it made me realize, like, hey, maybe I shouldn't be doing this. Somebody else's house. Yeah, yeah. I I shouldn't just be like, hey, I'm going to set something on fire. <laughs> Nightly. Until, yeah. It was a simpler Until you get to time. Iron Maiden level yeah. is when you should then start. You can, but then that's dealing. a control. Then you have porno, uh, I mean, pyro people. No. Pyro, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And porno them people. Too. But I don't think. <laughs> porno for pyros? You like I, them, Dave? Yeah. Not really. <laughs> I mean, uh, there's a, they had a couple of good songs, right? Yeah. I think. But Jane's Addiction rips. The first, the first. Yeah, few records, first couple records. Yeah, it's got some rock. I saw them play once. Oh wow! I never got to see that. Well, maybe one of those Lollapaloozas I saw. I saw them them play. I saw them play at Madison Square Garden. Oh wow! And it was like, uh, on what's that called, Ritual de lo Habitual Mm -hmm. tour, one where you were like, they're the craziest band. Yeah, that's when uh, Jane says acoustic version with the bongos. Yeah, people were loving it. Oh, dude. Or- they were playing that at orgies everywhere. Yeah, yeah I love seeing shows <laughs> at Madison Square Garden. Like, you're basically like a mile away. <laughs> I'm maybe I I'm know. paying for the bad, the bad seats. No, but, I like, know, but like when you're young, you're like, I'm here. Oh, yeah, no, I was in it too. Like, this is amazing. History. Like, and now I'm that not. That looks like Wilco over there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, now I'm just like, the only way, way I'll go. To something like that is my a buddy of mine. It's like a, a corporate uh, suite yeah. that he can get tickets for. <laughs> the hook. They got and, some food and on Sterno. Like, go the, yeah, there. there's gonna be there'll be sushi and there'll be. And I'm like <laughs> that sounds like a really delightful time. Definitely. And we go on the, um, anyway. I don't Chase know. Bank box. Let there's some calls coming in. Should we take this? Oh yeah. yeah let's, let's see who them. this is. <clears throat> let's just. Oh, this this from Merrickville, Ontario. Nice. The pride of Merrickville. Nils. Nils. Hello, Nils. Hey. How's it going? Oh, I'm good, guys. How are you? Good. Yeah, You're good, on man. with Nat Towson, Rob Cantrell. What's going on? Gentlemen. Oh, I'm just uh, listening to the, uh, the nostalgia of uh, past music experiences and stuff just feel like uh dave matthews in some way has to be defended i i i don't know like i saw him live in a small venue and uh 
it might have been the big mirrors, and it might have been like maybe my first mushroom trip, but the big man, the big like, mirrors. Like, <laughs> Wait, what? Did, I'm gonna, you were doing cocaine? The big mirrors too, yes, but the big mirrors, yeah. <laughs> the big mirrors. What does that mean? Uh, oh no, I was I was just like I was just in like this uh, place in Ottawa that holds like maybe 500 people, Barrymore's. So it sounds like, like you old, were. Pardon me. It sounds like you were treated to a rare intimate performance by the Dave Matthews Band. Yeah, I, I didn't want to go. Like I was uh, like. You don't. Know, it's okay if you from... wanted to go. No, that's a rare. That's like seeing the Spin Doctors at Irving Plaza in '95. <laughs> <man>. <laughs> Like I, once I, in a lifetime I just experience. caught up with like a whole different crew of people, and they were like opening my eyes to the wonders of hacky sack and uh, you know all the mid '90s, like you say. The, the Any devil sticks in the mix? Or? Lifestyle. Wait, no, when so, was this? It was like 1995, maybe '96. Oh, Ottawa? this is at the at the peak of. Uh, was it? Or, no, he's doing 500. Just, oh, yeah, he's probably just starting out. Yeah, I, I saw him at house parties. Everything's a bit like slightly retarded in terms of like, you guys like are probably. Hey, do you, you do know? not say slightly retarded on this show. Say totally retarded. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, double. Well, I'm not this show we commit, young sense. man. Like it's just a bit late. You know, we're culturally late in terms of like the. Uh, well, that is the proper usage. Like the gigantic bands of America. Well, didn't, you know, how, how did you, weren't you busy seeing the Tragically Hip or something if you were in Canada? Oh, by that time I'd already probably seen them like dozens of times or like at least a dozen, you know, like. Uh, you catch the bare naked ladies? an exploration into other uh, musical arenas, you know, not literally, but. Uh, Best uh, metal show. The show. hip or like, yeah, the hip. Well, that's a whole different conversation, but... The hit, do you know if um, the Tragically Hip plays in the woods? <laughs> Pardon no, me? No, uh, I, don't, I don't have anything for that. <laughs> no, no, they're, they're a remarkable Canadian uh, phenomenon in that... Um, I like if them. You pl- I, their music is... is uh, as a certain... Um, not good quality. To it. <laughs> <laughs> I just know it was on a tra- uh, it was on a Trailer Park Boys DVD that I had, and they they did it. The Tragically Hip did a video. No, I don't dislike them. I'm not, actually not familiar with their music. I just think it's um, you know, well, when, when in doubt, it's just a major, say it's a major transgression if you're uh, gonna diss the hip like. like no, uh, I know. You can't go back to Canada. I'm three eighths Canadian. I'm not gonna diss the mm-hmm. hip. I'm not going to do... I might take some shots at Our Lady Peace. Oh, please. Or even Triumph with a replacement singer. (laughs) I'll take out either one of those. But I'm not going to diss the hip. What about... about, um, Whatever. They're wide-ranging and... uh, It's just like... That's the music, you know, we all lost our virginity to, so... You really just... Everyone in Canada? Everyone to yeah, yeah. Well, was it the same night? Or? I mean, I mean, ten percent of the population's only lost its virginity. <laughs> well, the Canadian people can't achieve orgasm unless Tragically Hip is playing <laughs> uh, <laughs> somewhere in the parking lot. I just want to say, if my grandpa's listening, Sundown hi, grandpa. Down in the Paris of oh, 
<laughs> Wait now, just if if I can finish the line, just finish the line. <laughs> now, now if I can connect, uh, Rob's a big hip hop fan. You're Canadian. Snow, a big hip fan. Snow. I was about to say, do they have? Uh, yeah, Snow, and... Informer. I don't know what he's licking boom booms down for. What about? What about? <laughs> Informer. <laughs> <laughs> Why does he have a Jamaican patois? He's from Canada. Yeah. But was he the first? But he, I think he's from Drakestown. D- Drake is from Toronto. And I think Informer's from Toronto. Snow. Yeah, you mean. yeah. Snow's, snow, I think, is from like a hard side of Scarborough. Yeah, I bet, I bet Drake's side <laughs> snow is a big influence. <laughs> The hard side of Scarb. What about what well, about? Well, from what I've heard, I mean, like Toronto is like its own little, you know, almost like culturally, it's its own little city state unto itself. And I guess there is a division line in this area called Scarborough. Like that side, it's cool. That side, people getting shot. You know, that kind of. Oh, stuff. this is like reminds me of that movie Eight Mile. Yeah. Yeah, totally. But I mean, like, I'm just here in Hosertown, like, you know, beautiful fake believe, Merrickville. So, I'm, I'm you ever seen Motorhead? I, I admire antiques and. Uh, have you seen? Rob's asking if you've seen Motorhead for some reason. Hmm. Rob works for the no. census. <laughs> I've seen Motorhead. I was going to ask you, Dave. I think that's like the Jordan. You're seeing. Yeah, I think that they would be an awesome metal band to check out who motorhead yeah motorhead they're not like a metal band they were just a rock and roll band that yeah was, i mean there's me- they were yeah, they were driven by some sort of steam like lemmy i would kind say of that, held it that's speed metal i think that's early metallica you yeah, can't have metallica seen. without without motor- motor- oh motorhead. No, no you know what about len if you steal my sunshine, <laughs> I love that song. That's one of the greatest songs <laughs> I was just of all thinking time. Thinking about that song yeah. like last week. Do you hate it or love I, it? I hate that I love it. Yeah. No, don't hate. Just let it flow. I always liked it. Flow over you. I was at the last night at uh, at the last Harold night at UCB Theater Chelsea before the theater <gasps> closed down, and that song came on, and everyone in the room just started dancing in a circle on the stage, like like literally skipping in circles. Because that's you what that does to people. You, you can't, can't be cool not like that play. song. Yeah. yeah. That song in Hey Ya. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. By Andre 3000. Oh, that Outcast album. Mm. That that's, one that got all the Grammys is just ridiculous. Those two songs, like if you're a human being, you put them on, you just get excited. And if you say you don't, then you're lying to me. The yeah. next three minutes yeah. won't be the worst. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Len. Well, can I just ask a favor then? Sure. Well, I mean, I mean, like, just to, uh, I, you guys ever listen to uh, Big Sugar? I've heard of what well, Big Sugar. I'm not familiar. I've heard of them. Yeah, they may have, they may have, like, you know, pierced the... Kind of jammy, right? Balloon a little, but uh, some really Big them? Sugar, if you just, if you just crank Ride Like Hell, you know, you're just going to hear some good old rock and roll. Notorious for... You know, playing as loud as Gordy they Johnson, could. Yeah. yeah then they got into reggae. <laughs> that they all do, don't they? Eventually. Big sugar. Oh, I'm getting into reggae right rings, now. Like all the rest of them. The ra- the reggae phase. There's yeah. not. There's yeah, no avoiding. Yeah, totally. Yeah, you're gonna hit it. 
here, let's check this out. <laughs> I know it's so like Nat. Yeah. What are you up to these days? You, you, t- you asking me what I'm up to these days? I like how. Yeah, like you got you got something sexy on the uh, near horizon, or I like when people take over hosting. Yeah, yeah I like this. Thank you. No, <laughs> oh, I appreciate it. I love that. it too. This He's is seamless. Yeah, I'm playing a uh, Zanies in Nashville. Uh, I'll be there February 9th and 10th. Uh, right where mm-hmm. Rob's album was uh, produced. So. <laughs> Who are you going to be with there? I'm oh, opening for uh, Asif Manvi. We're doing uh, Friday and Saturday, four shows. Oh, so. nice. It's a good club. Yeah. Rob was telling me he, he loves Zanies. Zanies? I would say it's a top ten comedy club in the country. Can you guys feel this? Oh. oh, and I got my show at, uh, at UCB's. We'll talk about it after the song. <laughs> You can't hear, you can't see the studio, but we're all skipping now. <laughs> it's a little warmer. Right oh, now. you guys are skipping, and I'm sitting. Oh, well, you got to join us, man. Ah, I'm up. Oh man, I I got to turn it off because I was getting. I think you had to like sing some <laughs> Motorhead behind. Oh that. my gosh, we only have six minutes left. Where does the time go? Lost in a land hole. I, I mean, it's understandable so that people try to host the show for me <laughs> because take over. I, the, where does the time go? Let's just we, name eight more bands and then. No, we have to. Let's get the plugs. If Joe Franklin has taught me anything, it's this. Well, I can't. You know, as anyone who's listening to the show, you, I've you've you've been on several times. This is your third You've time, Always supported. Always been. Uh, I'm a huge Rob Cantrell fan. I'm a huge Nat Towson fan. Thanks. Everyone get pure uncut joy. And so it's a CD, and then you can get a 7-inch? Yeah, you can get... uh, I mean, if you come to my show, I have some shows in Brooklyn and some stuff. uh, I'm going to be touring around later in the year. But uh, I'll have them at shows, the vinyl. But it's on electronically on everything, everything. Wait, so... Spotify, Pandora, Tidal... Uh, iTunes, all the stuff, everything. This is incredible. They got it all lined up. If you can, yeah. If it if, if it makes sound, you can go get it. Google Play Music. It's eleven Amazon. tracks, and it has a story at the end that's thirteen minutes. So there's which, one track which I consider to be <laughs> that's a very one of the greatest. Move. I like that. That you got a ballad at the end. It's yeah. it's your howl. <laughs> I think. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll no, but I love it. that story. I think I've made you I tell that. I think it's that my st- gypsy road. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a, it's such a great story, and uh, and everyone should get the. And you recorded it at at, uh, at Pete's at Pete's candy store out there in Brooklyn, which is a a great spot. Great, all wood. Like the acoustics is great. It looks like a sound studio. So as, as soon as I went in there, I was like, God, this is gonna. Be, this would sound awesome if it was recorded right. And we got. They knew what they were doing. And it's a cool so, little room. I like that space. Yeah. I mean, we it's not that packed. I mean, we got maybe like 60 to 70 people in there and just recorded. It's one show. It's uh, I did about an hour. I cut out like 10 minutes. It's like 50 minutes. All killer, no filler. No f- not yeah. that the stuff you cut was... I know. I loved it, but it was just a little too much. Yeah, you got to, you know, leave them <laughs> one You got to fit on a compact you, disc, you know. Yeah. Now, Nat... You have some plugs. Yeah, I got you some stuff get in there. Up. Let's get in there. Let's, Let's do get it. it. Yeah. Next Monday, before you tune in to the goddamn Dave before. Hill Show, 7.30 p.m., I host my monthly show, Nat Towson's Downtown Variety Hour, at the Upright Citizens Brigade Theater, East Village, also East. known as UCB East Village. And, uh, the yeah, Beast. The Beast, as we're not supposed to call it anymore. But you know what? I'm a rebel, and I did it. 
Uh, yeah, I host a show there. It's like a, sort of like a late night talk show about New York City. I got I do interviews with local uh, historians and local business owners, and I've got some great comedians. I got your Rob Cantrell's, your, your Dave Hills. I always have not this Monday, there, yeah. but. Not they have both one. been on the show. Yes. And wow. uh, and we do New York City trivia. We give away stuff from local businesses. We have local music acts. It's a lot of fun. It's like a late night show for New York City, and it's at 730. And you'll learn stuff about New York that only a native New Yorker can teach you. We got a couple people from distant Queens who are going to give us the report from what deep Queens past the subway is like. Oh, I, you know who could tell you that? Who? Peppa. <laughs> oh yeah, she's got she's got the beat. Yeah, yeah, because she's from she's, she's from, from Queens. Oh yeah, she's, she's got her finger Queens. on the pulse. Yeah, Queens. For yeah, Queens. so that's February fifth at seven thirty, and uh, if you're in uh, Nashville, check me out at Zany's. I'm playing a haunted mansion in uh, Iowa City. I mean, in, in Davenport, Iowa. When later is this month. that? That's February twenty uh, February twenty third. Really? I'm playing the Renwick Mansion, which is apparently haunted. You really buried the lead. Yeah, I forgot about that until just this moment. That's a, Dave. Can that's I just technique. ask you one quick question? Yeah. Favorite. What was your best? metal show that you've ever seen oh gosh and i know yourself so you got to exclude I, I know witch taint is like the biggest thing going right now <laughs> no i've never seen scorpions no i have seen scorpions <laughs> oh yeah i have seen scorpions wait are you still on the line yeah nils of course wait <laughs> i, I gotta do the station the... id jesse's up next you've been listening to the goddamn dave phil show on wfmu east orange wmfu mount hope in new york city at and Rockin' Connie at 91.9 FM and online worldwide at WFMU.org. Oh. We, have, we have a full minute, luxury minute. Jesse, I'm what button do CD3? I... CD3. Um, I'm sorry that... Uh, Nils, are you, you're in the garage right now, right? Totally. Okay, I just want to know... Or make... I should say, totes, my goats. Okay. Nice. Bringing it all Sweet. back around to goats. Yes, drop it. My thanks to Dez... <laughs> Danny D, Rob Cantrell, Nat Towson, Nils in Merrickville. Yeah. The pride of Merrickville. Now now is when we should uh we should really we have twenty seconds. Do you guys <laughs> see now all the world is dancing. Oh god, it's taking me over. I can't stop. Oh, I, gotta I just feel it. All right, Jesse's up. Here's Jesse.